boom, and we're live. Cheeto Santino, ladies and gentlemen, come you with the hot ones. Hello, sir. How are you? What's going on, Big Daddy? Good, brother. Just played a little bit of pool and lost a game and lost lost one Ill, uh, illegitimately. You won one illegitimately, you mean? Lost, you lost one illegitimately. I well, won one, yeah. You know, Scratching was, is not a good way to win. I, we, I scratched in the eight ball, ladies and gentlemen. It is, it is the way to win. It happens, even to the best. But it's, it, it's a real way to win. I'm good. You, uh, you, can't, you must control the cue ball. I have no, I have no balance over any of that stuff whatsoever. I know there's those little red dots on there. Yeah, it, it means are, nothing to me. Those little red dots, are the, they call that the measles cue ball, and that cue ball they developed for television, so that you could watch the ball spin, so you know what kind of English the guy puts on the ball. That has nothing to do with the person that's shooting whatsoever. It does. Yeah, it's it, the person that like for the for the most. It's a very controversial ball. If you really want to get into it. I do. Because uh, it has a different reaction than a red circle cue ball or a red dot cue ball. Those are the preferred cue balls of a lot of players. Right. But the measles cue ball is just maybe the tiniest bit heavier or the surface is different or something. But it's still legal. People use it in tournaments? Yeah. Okay. But players got, some players got angry when they came up with it. They didn't like it. They liked the old cue ball. That's how precise the reactions are. When right. you get to the very top level of pool players. Well, it's kind of like golf balls. For people think mm-hmm. golf balls don't mean anything to golfers, they do. Oh, I'm sure. The feel is... So there's a lot of soft, softer golf balls. Like a lot of people like Titleist makes pretty things Pro V1s or Pro V1Xs. Mm-hmm. Harder or softer. The average Joe who's full of shit, who's like, I like Pro V1. It doesn't mean anything to him. Yeah. Some guy that's like a 15 or 20 handicap, it means nothing. A guy that's like a scratch golfer, like a, like a pro pool player, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference. Yeah. How it comes off the face, yeah. how it spins. There's a thing called a mud ball. If it's buried in mud, it, it, it reacts differently the moment oh, it comes it off the face. Because it has mud on it. It's yeah, but it's just even it. a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that Even makes the sense. tiniest bit. Yeah. That weight. The and thing you hear about pros, that's impressive about golfers, too, is they play with a bunch of different weights of clubs. Yeah. Like a pool player basically uses one cue and maybe one cue to break with. And some players even break with their playing cue. But you, you don't have like a bunch of different cues for a bunch of different shots usually. Right. Well, there's because the distance is... Well, just get used to the feel of one cue. So when a right. player changes cues, like say if you go from a 18-ounce cue to a 21-ounce cue, there's a big difference in the way it hits the ball. It drives through the ball different. You have to make the cue do more of the work with right. a heavy with a heavy cue. Do you think it mentally changes the way you strike yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, See, fucks, it fucks with people's heads. That's what's so impressive about golfers. They got all these different weights. Everything's different shaped right. and it's different. There's a guy, I think his name is Bryson DeChambeau. I think that's the golfer. He uses, all his clubs are cut to the same length, oh. which is really rare. Nobody does that. Like almost every club set you get is all different length clubs. And he is, this, people did it years and years ago, but he's like one of the only guys on tour that now cuts his clubs to the same length because he mentally wants to have the same exact stance over the ball, no matter the shot. Wow. It's pretty smart. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a cool, interesting concept. A lot of golfers don't know how to, you know, adjust that much. I don't know jack shit about golf, but there's guys with weird strokes and pool. There's guys with weird technique in boxing and it still works. You know? Yeah. There's people that do shit different. There's no. I don't think there's any right way in sports. Some of the ugliest shots in basketball tend to be some of the most fun mm-hmm. to watch, and sometimes they're really good. Yeah. Like sometimes, like the classic Ray Allen basketball stroke is probably the most beautiful jump shot, you know, compared to him and Jordan. But there are guys that have terrible looking shots, but they're fucking phenomenal. Mm. It's just it's just consistency and and their inner balance over, you know. The, the timing that they have and the release that they have. That's, that's got to be the same thing in every sport. Pool, oh, for same sure. shit. 
For sure, in boxing too. Yeah. You know, in boxing, it used to be thought that you pretty much, you know, if you went to a, a good trainer, they would teach you to keep your hands up. That was always the way to box. But then you get to a level of like a Tommy Hearns. Remember to the way Tommy Hearns used to fight? He used to keep his left hand low, really low. Yeah, down and to his the right side. hand cocked. Mm -hmm. And he would snap that left hand at you like a fucking, <laughs> like a cobra, man. Just crack. Motor City Cobra. He would just pop that fucker right in your face. That's why they used to call him that. Because it was coming out of the fucking Detroit nowhere. Detroit hitman, Tommy Hearns. He was a bad motherfucker, dude. And then, bang, he would hit you with that right hand. And he had so much torque because he was really wide. Yeah. He was really long and wide for a welterweight, man. Like, you'd look at him at 147 pounds. I think he was probably like 6'2". And just shredded. Jacked. And just cracking 147? people. 147? At 6'2". He was a welterweight like... champ. You ever see what he looked like when he fought Sugar Ray Leonard? Uh -uh. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then he went up to 160 and fought Hagler and got KO'd by Hagler in a crazy slugfest. You never saw that fight? Uh-uh. <gasps> Pull up Marvin Hagler versus Thomas Hearns. This might have been the great, I think it went two rounds, but it might have been the greatest two rounds in the history of the middleweight division because these two guys were super skilled. I mean, Marvin Hagler was a brilliant technical boxer, can switch from southpaw to orthodox, like, fluidly. Like, right. you, you didn't even notice a difference. He fought just as good from both sides, and he knocked everybody out, and he had an iron chin. And Tommy Hearns was murking motherfuckers. He murked Roberto Duran with one punch, just blah, blah, <laughs> face planted <laughs> one him. One fucking hit. One punch, man. He, he stung him with one shot, and the, let me let him see that first. Here's the buildup. The buildup is Tommy Hearns KOs Roberto Duran. Let's watch that first. And then we're going to go back to Marvin Hagler versus Tommy Hearn. So you get a feel for what it was like. To this be able to switch heyday. up your stances is so crazy to me, to be able to do that so fluidly. The, well, that's one of the br brilliant things about Hagler. I mean, he was just so good at that. And he could buy – it's weird for a guy. When you're used to – I remember the first time I fought a guy who was left-handed. It was super confusing. Everything's coming from the wrong place. Everything was like reversed. You got to get used to it. Right. You don't see it as often, right? So if you don't see it as often, sometimes it's more effective. But some guys are really good against Southpaw. Some guys have like a lightning right hand. And that was one of the speculations about Hagler and Hearns because Hearns had this lightning right hand and Hagler oftentimes fought Southpaw. And that's the counter for Southpaw uh. is, a, is a straight right. Now watch this though. This is, this goes to show you how, God, look how big he is. Bang! <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Dude, Jesus play Christ. that again. Look at this. Boom! Come on, man. When Tommy Hearns murked Jesus people, Christ. he murked people. And you got to understand, man, he did this to Roberto Duran. That's fast in slow motion. Dude, he That's was so fast. That looks fast even in fucking slow motion. He was so fast, and he hit so hard. But now you got to watch this. And this is Hagler in his prime. He was 30 years old. He was the undisputed motherfucking middleweight champion of the world. And most people thought he was the best pound-for-pound -pound fighter on earth. And Tommy Hearns, of course, you just saw what he did to Roberto Duran. Yeah. And there was a lot of speculation, a lot of speculation coming into this fight. And they just went at it from the beginning of the round. There was very little feel-up. just constant pressure by Hagler, right hooks, boom, boom. I mean, look at this, bro. They, they're going Jesus to God. war. These are two of the best <laughs> fucking middleweights ever. And they're standing in front of each other going to war. And it doesn't feel like anybody's face. It feels like there's. It feels like they're at the exact same energy level too. Oh, dude! Like they, both of them are have the same output. Look at those yeah. fucking hooks. This is a crazy fight, man. <laughs> they were thro throwing full power shots from the moment the fight started. Jesus! And they right in front of each other, man. And for Hearns, <laughs> this this negates his gigantic reach advantage over almost everybody. Yeah. 
So Hearns decided to fight this way. He decided to stand right. Look at him. The referee could barely separate him. <laughs> Hearns decided to stand right in front of Hagler, and Hagler decided to stand right in front of Hearns. And they just and now Hearns is moving. See, now this is what Hearns could have done from the beginning and made it interesting. Sticking and moving. But, but by the yeah. time he decided to do that, he was already touched up. And Marvin starts moving in for the kill, that left hand of the body. And Hagler was relentless and his cardio was fucking supreme it was supreme he always put pressure on people and you couldn't hurt him he only had one bullshit knockdown his entire career it was a bullshit knockdown he fought i think it was juan roldan and juan roldan kind of like it was more like a shove and maybe maybe they tripped or something like that and the referee called it a knockdown but i remember thinking god damn it because Hagler had a weird thing that he was either born with or developed. He had giant muscles on the side of his head. Like, like he was born with headgear. I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> they had him analyzed. With a helmet on. This was like a big thing in the world of sports back in the day. Like that he was literally almost born for this. That's how good Hagler was. Yeah, these motherfuckers are. Re- I mean, it's relentless, dude. They're they're towed up every time. It's yep. not, they're barely lo- looking for any distance between they, each other. And you got to realize, man, this is not Jeez. how people usually fight. They don't throw full power shots no. with every shot. I mean, they'd be tired within fifteen seconds. These guys are just going at it. So I think this was like almost like a game of chicken. Like both of them knew they were never going to reach the twelfth round. Right. So they said, "Fuck it, let's just do this." And Hagler just stood right in front of him, constantly blasting him. And you see, at the end of the first round, Hearns is wilting. He just does not have the power or the speed or the movement. See, he's all goofy. Yeah, he's sloppy. Like, yeah. It's well, getting he's real just sloppy. exhausted. He's yeah. exhausted. But still, the warrior in him is making him throw these fucking bombs, man. You got to realize, like, at the time, no one really knew what the fuck was going to happen in this fight. <sighs> and then Hagler heard him. Yeah. There's a see, little stumble. And one of, one of Hagler's incredible attributes besides his skill was his determination to win man he was just he was a ferocious competitor man just ferocious and so if someone was willing to engage him in this kind of crazy fight where you're going to stand toe to toe and see who's the bigger man oh my god everyone's going to (laughs) die Hagger's going to take you Hagger's going to take you to the end of the earth man to the end of the earth i mean hagler just looked like he just had still so much left in the tank even at the yeah. end of the first round like Dude, it was he could nothing. do this for years he's never out of shape he never partied he never did anything stupid what he, did he uh, didn't have any short never he didn't have any no never got fat no and drugs then, no alcohol and then, no nothing nope and how about this retired after the sugar a leonard fight lost a controversial decision to sugar a leonard that to this day i think he won and then but it was a close fight yeah but and then just retired and became a fucking movie star in italy that's fucking wild love that guy yeah, but that's the way to do it, huh? Kind of go out at a good prime and then just say goodnight. Yeah, nobody else did it like him, man. Yeah. Nobody else did it like him. Oof. Oh, that's when you heard him. Yep. Now he's just moving in for mm-hmm. the kill. <laughs> moving in for the kill. Now he's taking his time. Look. Yeah. So now it's just nice and relaxed. This is inevitable now. Marvin's just moving in and deciding when he's going to uncork, when he's going to uncork, moving in, blocking these shots. He knows that Hearns is hurt, and he starts teeing him up. Boom. God damn. Right Jen. hand. And Hearns is trying to move now. See, now that's how I thought Hearns was going to fight, and mo- most people thought Hearns was going to fight from the beginning, like that. Just from keep the moving, outside, moving, From the moving. outside. Yeah. Sting him from the outside like that. I mean, that's, that's classic Thomas Hearns. But the warrior in him wanted to find out, you know? <laughs> yeah. He wanted to find out. Who's the baddest motherfucker in town? Who is it? You know? You could fi- you, you, and you can feel him backing up kind of, he, he knows what's kind of, it's almost like he knows what's coming. 
He he's getting in some good shots, even then he's you know creating distance. But even still, well, it just doesn't feel yeah. like he's balanced. I mean, Hagler see standing that right in front there. of him. Oh, Boom. Oh. he's hurting him now. <laughs> Hagler's standing right in front of him. I mean, he is touching him, but he's he just doesn't have the pop anymore. You know what it's like when you're working out, and at the end of the workout, you're fucking exhausted, and you can barely do one rep. Yep. That's what happens with your arms when you're fighting. There's just, just, just there's nothing left. There's in them. nothing left. It's not like you know he's doing this on purpose. Right. He, he's he doesn't have there's no gas in his arms. Like his arms are completely flooded right now. <laughs> like all the blood in them and everything. It's just they're not recovering. It's a horrible feeling too. He's swinging though. Look, he's swinging, but it's way slower than it was in the first right, round. Right. Right. His snap was his snap was so much quicker in the first round. Yeah. Now he's now he's not following through a little yeah, bit. He's exactly. Gonna... He's trying to conserve energy. Right. He's, he realizes he can't do this forever. He's exhausted. God, they're but they both look like they're fucking at that one that little breaking point where it's about to be either. Ah, I'm telling you, Hagler. Even though he might it might look like that because it is oh. a fast pace, he could do this for years. Jesus. He could do this for years. <laughs> He just Night. didn't get tired, man. And you couldn't hurt him. It was crazy. He fought a dude named John the Beast Mugabe. And John the Beast Mugabe was fucking terrifying people, man. He starched Terry Norris. He starched a bunch of dudes. He was a heavy puncher, heavy puncher. And Hagler stood right in front of him. And he got caught with one big uppercut and he didn't even budge. Uppercuts that were like murking people. It didn't even, didn't he even didn't budge. even flinch? So what round was it? Is it the third round? It's the beginning of the third, yes. The third the round. Year. Here's the third so round that, right here. This just shows you how fucking tough Tommy Hearns was. I mean, those two rounds were just fucking knockdown, <laughs> drag out. Relentless. Yeah, just nonstop. But towards the end, you clearly see Hagler's coming on. I mean, he looks good. He looks good, and he's pacing himself now. He's just, just w moving forward, <laughs> throwing shots. But yeah, Hearns is exhausted, man. It's fucking rough, man. There it is. Boom. 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 Hearns is trying to keep yeah, him Yeah, he's off. trying to keep him. Right. But he's having a hard time breathing, though, man. I mean, he's exhausted. See that? Big, deep breath. <laughs> when you take that big sigh, it's almost like, nah, uh, uh, uh. Somebody lost a mouthpiece, I think. Is that what it was? He called yeah. his time? Yeah, I think that's what happened. I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. It's really blurry footage. I was just going to say, man, 240p was weird back then, huh? It looked normal to us back then. Your Dude, eyes knew how to handle it, right? Well, you were just excited that you could see the fight. Right. You know? But this was, it was I wonder if this would have looked like when it was on HBO. Had to have been. Yeah, it looked a little Did better you, on those TVs. Do you know HBO just canceled boxing? They don't have boxing anymore? At all. At all. Just pay-per-view now? They don't even do pay-per-view. They're out of the boxing business. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? So they'll never. Here it is right there. You heard oh, him here there it is. That right hand. Oh, oh, and he's moving. Boom! Right hand. Boom! <laughs> oh, it's done. That's it. He knew it. Damn. Damn. That's dude. it. Third round. Gone. I always miss this. I always think it's the second round for some reason. I think we've actually gone over this before. But third round. Yeah, man. But they don't have boxing anymore. HBO got out of the boxing business. What do you think that's because of? It's not earning enough money anymore. I don't know. Uh, it makes me sad, though. They had some of the greatest boxing telecasts of all time. And, I mean, that was what you would do. You'd go, if a big fight was on, Bernard Hopkins was on, a lot of the times it was on HBO. Yeah. And if it was on pay-per-view, then you knew it was going to be on HBO the following week. Right. So even if you couldn't afford the pay-per-view, you could see you'd hang in there. Yeah. A week later, you knew who won, but you could watch the fight on HBO. I remember going to watch, I remember watching fights in HBO I, I just remember that, that HBO boxing being such like a emblematic thing for you know what I mean like you, it's so mm -hmm. recognizable so like pay per view and HBO so them get out of the game is so strange it's kind of like the revolution that's happening now the last fight I went to with you at UFC now they're ESPN what is it plus it's ESPN plus that's yeah. what it is yeah it's a 
private paid service? It's a uh, subscription service, like, right. a, like a Netflix for sports. But it's it's not just UFC fights. It's it's a it's bunch of other stuff. It's wow, all kinds of shit. Stuff they just won't show on ESPN at all, though. No, they sometimes show. I mean, it's ESPN content, I guess. So you could watch some fights that were on ESPN Plus later. They'll probably show them on ESPN. Sort right. of like the same thing with HBO right. and pay per view. Yeah, you know. But um, I think what HBO did with pay per view was brilliant. Where you would have the pay-per-view, but then let people watch it for free a week later. You're just going to make more fans. Yeah. It's like you're not going to lose money on the pay-per-view. But yeah. You're just going to make more fans. Well, that, that's uh, the whole idea of like, uh, that's why this, this, pff, this is funny. I was going to talk to you about this anyway. I just moved and I canceled my direct TV. I'm done. I canceled them. I cut the wire and I'm just doing like uh, Hulu internet? live TV. Wow. Yeah. Internet shit. Wow. All the years of hearing people being like, cutting the cord, cutting the cord. I'm like, I don't know, man. I like it. Now, fuck it. I, I, love, I love what I'm doing now. And I got to tell you. I can get all the shit that I want for cheaper than I had it before, and it's just way more convenient now. I used to be so tethered to being like, I'll never give up cable. Now I'm like, fuck it, I don't want it anymore. I don't, I don't want it. I this has been when the best I was version. Like, I'll always have a blockbuster card. Always. <laughs> yeah, it'll never go away. It'll never. It'll Hollywood never Video, dude. I want to rent. Imagine if you put all your money in that. You're like, I'm telling you, in 20 years, yeah, this is gonna amount to. $15 million. Right. I got, I <laughs> got a wait. fucking plan. Do you think people invested in Netflix when it was the DVD subscription service and that, you know what I mean? Like early on and now they're still getting the the revenue dividends of what Netflix is now. I wonder about that. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Like that's got to be the best money because yeah. it was worth nothing back yeah. then. It was just another subscription video service and they had a, there was a ton of them. I, I mean, Redbox. I did my first Netflix special in 2005. Oh my God! There's one left. Oh, I think I've seen this. In Alaska, I think. Yeah, Alaska. no, Oregon. There you go. Yeah, it's in Oregon. Oregon, Bend, Oregon. <laughs> That's so weird. The last blockbuster. They went from four thousand eight hundred and fifty-five stores in two thousand eight to one store wow. in two thousand eighteen. That is the craziest <laughs> demolition of a business <laughs> I've ever heard. I I've never heard of what other business in our lifetimes vanished like that. Like a like a like a storefront. I can't think of something that that went away but that the quickly. The whole industry yeah. gone. It was it was a part of our huge weekend. Yeah, you go to Blockbuster. Huge. What do they got? Right. Oh, you hear anything about this? You'd look at the cover. Hmm, I don't know. I never even heard of this one. I never saw it. Maybe you wind it's up good. Watching like obscure Dolph Lundgren movies that yep. were made in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? You would. You'd get to pick out shit that you're like, oh, this looks kind of dope. We'll see. Back then, the gamble like, was fun. The, the name meant a lot. Yeah. Like it was like this guy from Dances with Wolves. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember yeah. that guy. That could be cool. You'll take a chance. Yeah, you you will. But I think that's happening again now with Netflix. I'll take a chance with shit now that I've yes. shit I've never heard of because Netflix, you pop up all these different titles and you'll go, mm, I'll try this fucking show. I just started a new show. I just tried a show. And I, it's called Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate? Yeah. It's okay. But like, I tr I'll try it. I would have right. never think to. To, to, to watch this new show about these, you know, this... this Have you gone know. through all the staples at Netflix yet? Did you watch Ozarks yet? Done. Watched both seasons. God yeah. damn, that's Phenomenal. Good, huh? One of the best shows I've ever seen. Did you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Now, I've seen a few episodes of it. But it's I, fucking hilarious, yeah, dude. It's a, 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 people like it, but... I love that show. It's so silly. It's got the same kind of tone as 30 Rock, right? Well, does it? Well, yeah. it's Tina Fey. It's Tina again. Tina yeah. Fey's in it, too. Oh, she is? Yeah, sometimes. She plays she this really in. wacky psychologist that's out of her fucking mind, likes yeah. to party. <laughs> yeah. She, crazy, David, she has some of the best character development, man. That's why Dude. 30 Rock was so good. 
That show is funny, man. Kimmy Schmidt is funny. <clears throat> All right, I'll, I'll watch it. It's I'll try. Really good. It's I'll try. So, it just it just didn't seem like my show. It's absurd. You yeah. got to give it a chance. Right. It becomes really. It's really good. That's why there was like a, some dull moments in one of those series, but they they tighten it up quick. They whatever problem they had with the writing, they fixed it real quick. Right. Well, I mean, Sometimes first seasons happens. are always hard, man. Well, I mean, just writing is hard. Yeah. Writing for a sitcom. They, so hard. They hit rut sometimes, you know? Yeah, like sometimes I'll watch old Seinfelds when they pop on, and some of the episodes are just fucking flawless. They're bangers. Like oh, every, yeah. the B story is just as funny as A story. And then sometimes you watch a few and you're like, oh, yeah, they were like, they had a tough week. But dude, like you could tell they had a tough go. I remember that feeling with news radio. I remember like episodes where just like, ooh, well, we did our best. You know, that's all there was with that we swung. one. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what sometimes happens. they just don't, and then you'll have the next one that's just insane. And a lot of times it's, it's like stand-up in that sense that a lot of times it's just like the subjects. Like, what are the subjects? Like, what, what juicy topic do you have? Right. You know, what, uh, what, what is happening in, like, you just, you, you have to have something that engages people. And well, sometimes with sitcoms, it's like, fuck, you have to put out 20-something episodes a year? Yeah. Oh, 22, 23. 20, so write 23 short stories uh-uh. in a year. That's crazy. And make them all tie in and have a yeah. nice little kind of a perfect through line it's for the hard. whole season. I know what nowadays a lot of people are relying on on politics, which I think is, you know, it's becoming the new norm. Every time I see a billboard now, it's a new political show. It's like uh, Wyatt Cenac just got one. Jordan Klepper, who was a Daily Show correspondent, he just got another one. Hassan mm. Minaj has his. I mean, there's like so many political shows now. They, they should all be writing letters thanking Trump. It's like Trump is really fueling all these new shows. If it weren't mm. for him, it was like this new wave of political satire. I don't think I've ever, I've seen this in comedy in my career. I've never seen this many shows about politics. Samantha B. I mean, I just named five in a row. Yeah. <sighs> John Oliver's show is, right, that last week tonight or whatever, that's essentially a political-based show. It's I, it's slightly political, but it's very social, too. Yeah, it it's is. It's pop, point, pop pointing culture. pointing out what's fucked up right. in the week. He's, I mean, listen, he's brilliant. And some of these yes. shows are probably great. I just think there's so much political comedy right now. It's just, yeah. it's not my shit. No, Oliver's excellent. Yeah, he's a genius. I, it's, the whole thing is... What's what's uncomfortable is that it's very there are very little conversations taking place and a lot of people that are like really angry. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was watching this guy, some some representative. I don't even know his name, but he was uh, offering a hundred dollars to name the f- these girls that were in front of a, um, a Planned Parenthood, and um, he's like a grown man. These they're girls. They're young Christian girls. What do you mean? Name them as in like, yeah, oh, like call them out. Names. Oh. So he could shame them publicly. Cool. Very he smart. This guy's name. And, but he's offering on this video a hundred dollars. Like, but this is where people have gotten to where they think that that's okay. Yeah. That, like these people, you have to like, I know you're there to support a woman's right to choose, but you have to understand that these people think that this is a place where they kill babies. Yeah. Right? This is what they think. Whether Regardless of what you think, right. this is why they're there. They're not there because they're evil. Right. And I know that this would put unwanted pressure on a girl who's going there for an abortion. I get it. I get the whole thing. Yeah. I get it from your side, and I see where they're coming from, too. And although I fully support a woman's right to choose, you you can't 
want to dox people that think they're saving babies or right. talking someone into having a child that and that child they think will become the kind of relationship with that child and that mother become like their mother and them or like the ideal version of that sure i mean that's what they're, they're not doing it because they're bad people right like there's some groups that do it just because they're pieces of shit like the westboro baptist church like they do sure. things because they're bad people like all they want to do is go protest a soldier's funeral. Well, you know, they, I they had want to cause a, girl, a stir. Megan Phelps, who left them, right? That got out. Yes. Yeah. And now, she, dude, she met a guy on Twitter. <laughs> it's a great story. Right. It's an amazing. She, she's story. human again. Well, she started talking to people and then investigating and real. And dude, what I'm telling you, when you talk to her, she's like the nicest, most reasonable person. Right. And to think that just 15 years ago, whatever it was, 10 years ago, she was a full-on zealot. Yeah, it's weird. And her dad, or her uncle, grandfather rather, can't even get it right. Her grandfather is the, Fred Phelps. He started the whole thing. He's the old dude, yeah. that old mean guy. But the do you God think, hates fags guy. So you, you completely, do you completely buy into the fact that she's 100%. cured of it? So none of that's in her blood anymore. She's so honest and yeah. open about what she felt and why she felt it and why she was conflicted and why it didn't jive with what she was reading in the Bible. It didn't make sense to her. Right. And in the way he was doing it, what she was realizing was not how Christians did it all over the world. Right. And that this, this, you know, this desire to constantly get attention in the news, even at soldiers' funerals. Ugh. They would go to soldiers' funerals and say that these soldiers are dying because gay people are getting married. Yeah. Like, what? They were saying they deserve to die. They deserve to be dead. I mean, that kind of, you know. But I'm telling you from that, mm -hmm. she's like the nicest person you would ever want to meet. The so she's found some regulation in, the, in her world. She realizes it was bullshit. And she yeah. was tricked. And, you know, she's done a great job to free herself. But when you indoctrinate someone heavily into anything, and this is whether it's being a, a religious zealot or being a political zealot, you indoctrinate someone when they're early in their, their, their youth. Yeah, their formidable it's years. It's very difficult yeah. for them to get out of it. It takes real work. But that's what I mean. That's why I guess I'm saying it sticks with you, right? Like, my whole thing is there's things instilled in me from my youth, from where I grew up culturally and how I grew up, that even though I'm more learned now, I still do understand those ways of thinking, right? right? So it is hard to break away from those things, even though, like when you just said, the whole like a woman's right to choose, right? Like I grew up in the Midwest, I grew up Catholic. This is how I am. Most of my family is, for so in so many words, against abortion. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think these things are mutually exclusive. That you can be against abortion and against women's right to choose. You can say that you don't like abortion, but also say. I'm not going to control what you do with your body. It's kind of how I feel. I don't love the idea of abortion. I'm being honest. I just, I just don't love it. But I do think I'm not going to stand here and tell people what to do. But I should be able to still say, I don't like it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a healthy thing to do. I don't really enjoy, I don't enjoy like the spreading of it being kind of this not a big deal thing. But I do think people can do whatever they fucking want to do. But I'm also allowed to go, I don't, I don't, I don't love the idea. Like, I don't like it. Uh, just As an it, option. I just don't love it. I don't love it. Birth control is obviously the best method. Yeah, of right? course. And I think, women, I think we should be more they, aware. But women, when they take birth control, man, they have to... 
I'm not not advocating for abortion as a method of birth control. But mm. what I'm saying is, when women take birth control pills, that shit fucks with them. It yes. fucks with their hormones. It's not a good thing. It's not good. And, and that I know. And and when they do it, and they also smoke, it can cause like real complications. Right. It can, it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of women have really bad reactions to the pill. It changes right. your behavior. Suicidal tendencies. I, I've heard a lot of like really bad stories. Now I, I'm also saying if we want to look at it from a different perspective men should also take way more fucking responsibility then like this is the other side is this this argument tends to land on women a lot where it's like right. you don't tell me how to fucking you don't tell a woman what to do with the body it's like okay that's fine i'm just saying how i don't like it also i don't like guys nutting in women and fucking ghosting and not wanting to raise a child right so i think the other side of it is two parties here should be responsible. Men should take some fucking responsibility over. Stop coming inside of these fucking people if you're not ready to have kids. I'm just being real. It's like either wear a condom or stop stop, uh, stop doing the thing that you know makes children. Yes. So, uh, you know, but again, this is this weird balance of like I say, I come from this not conservative but like this Catholic upbringing in the Midwest you know a good old Irish Catholic boy and the ideas that you hear as a kid all the time you then grow and I now go I think people should be able to do whatever they want to do I'm not going to fucking control somebody mm. but I still have those little moments of yeah I just don't love it though because it was something that was instilled in me as a youth mm -hmm. you know I mean it's the same way for years I felt guilty smoking pot because I was like I've been smoking pot for 20 years but I felt guilty for a long time because my because drugs were so bad. Yeah, it was just like this over. And even today, sometimes I get high and I go, "Should I be getting high today? Do I have shit to do? Do I am I am I doing something wrong? No, no, I'm a grown up. I have all my shit together. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to get it's high. Not, you're one of the few comedian friends that I know that has their shit together. You're a grown up. Trying to just stay stay having my shit together. Yeah, you, you a, take care of your shit. It's a hard task though, right? It's not easy, especially for immature dipshits like us. Yeah, it's impossible. We're not supposed. This isn't supposed to happen. Nikki Glaser had a funny. She was on stage doing a bit, and she just had said this phrase, and I kept talking to her about it afterwards. She was like, "We don't deserve this money," and I was like, "What do you mean we don't fucking we deserve?" And she's like, "We just don't deserve this much money for being so immature." <laughs> I was like, "I guess that's kind of true." <laughs> like we get to be clowny kids and still make a good living. Meanwhile, a guy, there's a guy, there's an electrician at my house the other day. The shit he was telling me, I couldn't fucking keep. I mean, he was sounding, he was speaking fucking another language. And I had no, I was, he's like, oh, you have to have another ground wire because the neutrals are different now. This is a two wire system back in 1946. You got to have a three wire system. It's going on and on and on and on. I was like, you deserve more money. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're worth more money. I don't know why I have more money than you do. You do much more important shit. It's all about with, I guess with money, right? It's all about reach. You know, what we were talking right. about earlier today about how much money Facebook and Google and all these people make from ads yep. and how weird it is that like you look for something and then instantly those ads start popping up. Constantly. Uh, I, I'm referencing Sam Harris's podcast again. I don't remember which one it was. It was fairly recently. He had a, a guest on and they talked about the, uh, the, the commodity of your data right the commodity of your searches like right. what and and who's selling that and how they're how they're profiting off of that and that this is like this commodity that nobody thought they were giving up they, nobody thought there was anything to it right. and then these companies have found this loophole and have made billions of dollars yeah. through it by giving you free email by right. giving you a free web browser right. 
by giving you free searches, basically providing you with all the information in the world. Right. What they want from you is want to know what you're interested in. That's all. It's, no big deal. It's kind of like uh, the real world example would be uh, those trash companies that are like, you have a garage full of shit. We'll come pick it up for free. Right? Mm, right you don't know what's in that fucking garage right some people are so old they just throw shit out and they go ah, just get rid of it fuck it you know you know those storage wars shows i guess yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. they fake yeah they do they set them up they load up the the storage yeah. and they go i so can't they, believe we <coughs> found a world war ii helmet it's elvis's underwear Whoa. this is unbelievable yeah they used to be real actually a few of them were very real and they then, were they, very then real. they got caught online a bunch of people online were calling them out being like this is bullshit. This is fake. I saw them setting it up. Like they got they got caught. But if that's, they're gonna do that, they should find magic in there and shit. Yeah. <laughs> they should find you know you should have like shit. storage wars where they, they go in there and they find a leprechaun. Yeah. Whoa. The leprechaun makes one a of them eunuch. disappear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One person disappears and they have a genie and a lamp and just that go, would be worth treat it. Treat me like I'm really stupid. Have you okay? ever watched the show Ghost Hunters? Do you know who or Ghost oh my Adventures? God, yes. Do you know this guy? Which Dude. guy? Zach Baggins? Zach Baggins. Do yeah. you know this guy? I do not know him personally. Oh, man. He makes me laugh so fucking hard because they've done like nine seasons now. I don't even know how many they've Have done. Have they found any ghosts? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> they have all this great technology now that's improved. Do you improved. think that he believes in ghosts? Here's the best part. Okay. He is all in. Right, all which I in. love anybody that's all in whatever well, they're doing. You kind of have to be if okay. you're the host he's of all Ghost in, Adventure. But also now he's super self-aware. That, of their popularity and of his caricature of himself. Oh. So he does it now on purpose. He took off his shirt one episode mm. and he goes, you want to fucking fight me, ghost? Let's fucking go, dude. Toe up. Throw a fucking punch. You're like, <laughs> he's aware of his character that is this broy ghost fist fighter. This dude. Is Brandon Schaub on Yeah, that? Schaub. <laughs> Schaub's on an episode? Look at him. <laughs> He looks like he just got back from a Shane ago. Carwin sparring yeah. session. He's still like, what? It. Yeah, he's still in the fight. He's still out of it. Zach, so this is Zach, Zach is, with the beard? No, that's no, Zach, Zach is that, that dude right there. Right. So Zach wears um, Ed Hardy type of shirts. Right, he wears these loud, <laughs> ridiculously patterned shirts. Right, but he's. You got to see it. Do a more newer episode. Do something from like 2019, 18. You'll see what he looks like now. He's gotten way more fucking jacked. <laughs> his hair, his hair is all flaked up. You know, he's got like more tanner on and shit. He's become. Do you he, think he's that he become believes, super self aware? Do you think that he believes in ghosts? No, I think he's just self aware of the product he's created. Really? That he understands is now. That a ch that's a challenge. I see the next whiskey ginger podcast. You, <laughs> me, and Zach. Down with Zach. Zach so that's him right there, right? Like now he's like Hollywood. He looks like a Hollywood guy. Like he's got these big black frame glasses. Isn't that funny? Like you can't, he can't look any better. You know, you're not allowing him to have better style. You're like, <laughs> no. you went Hollywood. <laughs> I this can't. guy. You're I so can't. Chicago. It's fucking good. Look at this fucking Hollywood. Hollywood. Look at fuck. him with his spiky hair. He went Hollywood. The fuck. I'll tell you, that's the one thing I know I won't do is, uh, like I'll, ne I'll, I'll never get to a place when I'll be wearing clothes where I used to make fun of them like that. Like I remember going. This guy's wearing a fucking $900 t-shirt. I know now I can't do that. Like, I, I can't, I can't get, I can't do that now because I used to shit on it so much. Yeah, you have to mind by the rules of your own mind. Well, if I, if I pushed it out there for so long. <laughs> What's that? He's got a nice hat. That's him. Yeah, he looks good, you like right? his hat, Jamie? Is that your what buddy? What are you trying to say? The most recent photo I could find. Jamie, oh, that's, okay. your, do I zoom in real quick? I thought you were trying to say something. Is it, Handsome fella. Cute guy, Jamie. I want you to grow your facial hair just do like you, that. Do you really think? <laughs> do you really think he doesn't believe in ghosts? I think he does not believe in ghosts. I think he. I think he loves the paranormal. 
Right? He loves the idea of what the paranormal. What does that mean? I think he loves the idea of forces at nature happening, uh, molecules, energies around us, all influencing the way we act. Sure. Mm. I, I don't think he believes in actual apparitions or... Sp what do they, they call them? Uh, uh, spirits on his EVP. We felt the spirit. They'll do this thing where they'll see a little orb or a light. This happens all the time with cameras when you switch to night vision and not... These little flecks of dust kind of reflect light off the lenses. And he'll go, it's an orb. And they'll, you know, watch it float through the lens. And he's he is obsessed about these orbs. They enter the orb. And he does this voiceover shit. You gotta watch the fucking show. I get high and I watch it. It's maybe one of my favorite things. What's the, Jamie, you're a photographer. What's the um, scientific explanation for those little balls that show up in photographs? What is it? I'm, I don't have the knowledge for that, but I, it, it could be explained in lots of different ways. It's mostly probably like a light flare of some kind just because there's just like or in this ghosts well, <laughs> now i'm a believer you stammer through that so badly yeah, just I a, dude a you did a terrible <laughs> fucking job i don't know the photography that. science but like in this lens here there's like five different pieces of glass so there's just at whatever angle you're holding it depending on where the light source is coming from right. it might create an artifact which would be a little right. circle if, so if, you, you if you're dealing with a really nice uh camera like that one yeah. but what about like with one of them bullshit, <laughs> one of those zip and then, shoot ones. Yeah. Then they're using you know, the noise. That's like less. Uh, there's why there would be something on that is probably because it's less. It's less good. It's it has less. less uh, not the right word, but uh, less technology in there. I don't know. I don't. I can't explain it, honestly. Well, I'm what, trying to, but I can't. We should <laughs> Google it because orb lovers right now are freaking out. My God, they are angels. <laughs> they're in front of you, and you refuse to see their gift. Anytime an orb passes near a human, he'll go, watch Joe's reaction as the orb goes behind his head. Oh, yeah, and you change I your eyes. It. Yeah, I your eyes will it. change. It was amazing. You don't believe in fucking ghosts, do you? Bro, I believe in everything. You don't believe in ghosts. I'm all in with everything now. Fuck Bigfoot. Backscatter. <laughs> What's that? There you go. Backscatter. Okay. Backscatter. The artifact can result from the backscatter or retro reflection of light from airborne solid particles such as dust or pollen what I said. or liquid droplets, especially rain or mist, can also be caused by foreign material within the camera's lens. So these dots are blurred images of dust particles. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong should make a movie. <laughs> uh, and in that movie. About, and it should be called Backscatter. I, I should not call him that anymore. That's really rude. Is it, it though? It's kind of funny. I'm not. It's, it's Shyamalan. That's his fucking name. Shyamalama. I'm, 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 I'm turning on you. Turn on <laughs> yeah, you, you started to, it. You yeah, fucking like, put it on me. Bro, what are you racist? What's wrong with you, man? He makes some good goddamn movies. The guy, he takes some crazy risks. But uh, I love the Sixth Sense. That was a great fucking. Come on, movie. every I love the Village. People didn't like that. I didn't I, see. Uh, I, I I thought the Village. The end of it. I was like, where? What about planes? Like, they. What? They they Come don't sh they don't show the any planes going you know over. How big it would have to be yeah. to avoid all the planes? Well, they have to be in a they super remote a place. Plane. How Think about fucking it. There's remote. gotta be places where no but planes fly. But they're not fly. remote because they made it out to the road, and then instantly they got to the road, and people are like, "Hey, get hey. in the car!" Like, what? Yeah, a car? What, what is this? Yeah. I live in the 1800s. <laughs> they're like St. Louis. Yeah. It's like right there. You know what I like though? It's ghost. No devil. The one was in the elevator. Yeah, de yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil. That was a good one. Yeah, it was good. That was good. It's good. Well, he takes chances. He takes that's a what shot. I like, hey, wait, that's this. This reminds me of you tell when you talk about that island, that private island. You yes. know, Sentinel, Sen Sentinel North Island, North Sentinel, North island. Sentinel Island. Yeah, planes still fly over that, or no? Are they not allowed to well, fly over that? Is it restricted airspace? I don't think it's restricted. No, 
but you can't land there and you can't circle. Right. You can't visit. India owns it, right? Doesn't the doesn't India control it? I believe so. It? Yeah, and it's like ten mile radius. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing online that said a boat crashed there, and you could still see on Google Images the remnants of the boat. Yeah, they came for the people in the boat too, and the helicopters got them off the boat right as the people were like pulling up and oh, so they lived. rafts and shit. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they they lived, but those the villagers were coming for them. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine stumbling been, across a village? They've been fucked with sometime in the past. You know that uh, Commander Maurice Vidal Portman, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Respectable Law on uh, Twitter. He has a uh, a giant thread about it. It may be pinned on the top of his Twitter page, but explaining uh, like one of the reasons why those people are so hostile. Right. And it has to do with this British explorer who was really kinky. And uh, <laughs> he went there to fuck. Yeah, who knows? He what wanted to fuck did. Island. Who yeah. knows what he did? But people got sick because of him. You know, this I had this guy Graham Hancock on. Yeah, and he was talking to me about um, uh, all the different shit that they're finding in the Amazon and in South America, and that there used to be twenty million people that lived in the Amazon, and they died off because of sickness. They were visited mostly. Like, apparently, Europeans when they came in like the fifteen hundreds, they would tell these incredible stories about these huge civilizations in the Amazon. But then when explorers came back two hundred years later, there was nothing there, and they wow. were like, "This is crazy." They they lied. They must have lied. But it turns out they didn't lie. What happened was smallpox ran through the fucking jungle and <laughs> White killed people. everybody. We did it. And then these, the jungle just overtook these cities. And now they're finding these cities with something called LIDAR. They use these planes and they circle over this area or helicopters, whatever the fuck they do. And they shoot this shit down, this LIDAR. It's like laser radar. And it gives you a detailed image of what's below the surface and what's Holy there. Shit. And it shows them all these crazy structures, all these like uh, like roadways and irrigation systems and circles inside of a square. Like it was villages and cities and millions of people probably lived there. Fuck. And look at it. That's all the stuff they're finding now. What? Yeah. And all of it was swallowed up by the jungle. They think within like a hundred years just vanished in the jungle. Wow. Because it's so so lush and tropical down there. Dude, it was the one of the most amazing podcasts I've ever done. To listen to that guy tell this story. Right after this one though. No, you are the best. You're the best. But he's, uh, this is kind of well. This is a like a, this is like the findings of Atlantis, right? Like when they started finding, you started finding more and simple. more land underground. Have you seen this? They found traces of five drugs, including dimethyltryptamine, on a thousand-year-old South American ritual kit. DMT, so, baby. So that's like proof positive um, evidence that at least one thousand years ago they were using ayahuasca. Wow. This was the drug pouch that mm-hmm. was made from fox snouts. That yeah. sounds so crazy. Fox like, nose. It literally look when you see it, it looks like a nose. Whoa, of a fox. They, <coughs> they used everything. And the fur is, is still crazy. intact. It looks really nice. The nose. I wonder why they do that with a fox. It's probably like some cleverness. Something. Do you know that that's what a shaman? That's like literally what a shaman is supposed to. That's what the 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 definition is supposed to be in certain cultures. Huh. Certain cultures, it's a clever fellow. That's who the sh- the shaman is. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. They are just clever fellows. But I mean, imagine that. Like he takes a fox, that clever little fucker. I'm going to take his face. <laughs> I want and his hide fucking my face. drugs in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Only a person would think to do something so I'm creepy. Hide my drugs in this or thing's an insect. Nose. Chipmunk cheeks. Yeah, right. That would <laughs> be the good move. Pouch. Yeah, the p- little pouch. Those are good pouches that hangs from your belt. It's just chipmunk cheeks with all your <laughs> coins in it. <laughs> 
The dumb, uh, what about the dumbest animal you could have stuff in? What would be the worst animal to put stuff in? Skunks. Yeah, skunks are the fucking worst. Raccoons? Or raccoons are actually kind of smart. You know, do you know skunks are predators? Those little creeps? They are? Yeah. Yeah, bro, they were coming from my chickens. Oh, yeah. They try to eat your chickens. They want to kill your chickens. They skunk up, they, they spray them and shit? No, they're just there to kill. They, they they only spray things when things come near them. When they're ab- and, Or when they're about to die, right? That's like the, right. when they yeah. think they're going to die, they just admit that? Yeah. It's like so many animals are able to do that. We're like one of the only species that doesn't know how to fake death to, to avoid actually dying. Right? A lot of species will hide or change colors or shapes or mm-hmm. emit something to give the other species the, 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 the thought that they are dead or deceased or that they've you know they're gone yeah. we don't do we don't we're the only ones don't know if you're running away from a fight you can't just pretend to be dead and then they'll stop fucking <laughs> you up <laughs> still yeah. gonna fuck you up well human beings are, well i think humans and chimps too they, they want retribution yeah they want revenge we love vengeance man yeah. that's like our favorite thing in the world yeah a guy almost fucking hit me four times today i wish i got his license plate to call him out on here this cunt and he was cutting me off and he kept trying to hit like hit my car after i why he cut me off in a big like f-350 truck and then I gave him one of these fucking honk, like, dude, I mean, just missed my car, you know? Then I move on. Well, he pulls over next to me, gives me the finger, and then tries to, like, pull in my fucking lane. Like, as if he's going to hit my car. Dude. Out of his, I was like, this guy, he just knows, he just knows his car hits my car. His car has barely any damage on it. He knows a big F-350 truck. His tire is the size of my fucking car. He was a dick. But he wanted shit, so it's like now, vindictively, I hope I see him again. <laughs> like now, I just want to fucking see him again somewhere in the, in the city. Just to, just this guy, I want to have that moment with him again. See him outside of his fucking big truck. That's funny. Yeah, we love. We like. I I I don't hold grudges. Like Bobby Lee and I were talking about, it. Bobby holds the biggest grudges on earth. He has some of the worst. I mean, he has like twenty year grudges. Really? Oh my god, Bobby yeah. Lee. Bobby Lee. Ask him about it. He genuinely, when someone does the wrong thing to him like i'm not talking like makes a bad mistake when someone does something where you're like that's fucked up that can fuck up a friendship he will hold that against you for the rest of time that's it that's it where some people would go whatever man i forgive you shit happens Mm. nah he's he holds a fucking grudge dude bad (laughs) that little tiny ball rice ball has a lot of fucking vengeance (laughs) inside of him dude (laughs) he's my little dumpling how dare you i'm allowed to say that man i'm allowed to say that because i uh because I used to own Bobby. I used to buy, I bought him for a month. How much did it cost? 65 grand. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Could you do anything? And would you have to feed him? He doesn't really require that much food. Then when does he get to own you? That's part of the deal, right? He mm-hmm. owns you for a month 10 now? years later, yeah. 10 years later, he owns you for a whole month. He owns me for a month, yeah. But then he's going to be stewing on it for 10 years. Imagine if people really did do that. They just decided, okay, I'll, you can own me for one month. Yeah. And I'll do whatever the fuck you want, but then I own you for one month 10 <sighs> years from now. That's a great movie, by the way. That's a crazy deal. It's like, a great hope the guy stays idea. alive. Meanwhile, like nine years later, the dude's just drinking and chain smoking, trying to kill trying himself. Trying to kill himself. <laughs> Because he doesn't want to be your slave for a month. That'd be like indentured servitude, right? Mostly was people that were too poor to make journeys or too poor to do something. So they would give up a certain amount of, like they would make a contract. Like they would work for someone for a certain amount of time, right? That's essentially how it was set up. Yeah. I mean, that's basically That's what it is. Right? Basically saying like. But it's, yeah. Is it like a slight, I mean, I, I guess the conditions probably varied. You know, one of the, the grossest ones I ever saw was um, Vice did a piece about uh, Dubai, I believe it was, and about um, some people who are unscrupulous uh, construction people mm. would 
take these folks in from third world countries and promise them all this money uh. to work there. And then they take their passports away from them and then pay them a fraction of what they're supposed to pay for them. So they're, fuck, they were, they're trapped. And they were living in squalor. They're trapped. They don't have their passport anymore. They're in the wrong country. Human trafficking is what it is. I mean, that's the same as when they, they do to these young girls. They have these girls come over to the United States. You know, uh, I, I think it was a documentary on Netflix about these like young Russian models, right? And they give these girls modeling contracts. They live in, a, uh, you know, like a four-bedroom apartment, two girls to a room, right? And they essentially, you know, fuck them around for a little while with small little weird, maybe random gigs. And then they're like, hey, if you want to make more money, you could always sell your body or sell pictures of you nude. Makes way more money. And they think it's kind of part of this modeling thing and this is like a constant i think it was a i think it was on netflix but it was all about these girls getting trapped and they can't go back they don't have enough money and this this modeling agent these modeling agencies these or these manage, manager agencies they're well we have to keep your money and we'll give you like a a salary so to speak we pay your rent we'll give you food it it's sounds horrible up. but if it was dudes i wouldn't care at all yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It was it's true. It was these five handsome guys who came over from Russia looking to get some pussy and drive Ferraris, but it wasn't really working out for them. But like, get a job. Get a job. It's what loser. you get, man. Yeah. The fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> You're just going to get pussy and Ferraris? Get out of here, bro. But hey. I, I'm good looking. I thought this would make me make me Listen, famous. Listen, I'm sorry. I can't get you any modeling gigs, but if you want to make some money, fuck this old lady. What's up? What's but up? Make how two much, grand. How much for two grand for me two to fuck grand, girl? you fuck that old lady. Wow. Come on. Okay. That's all you got to do. Do I have to come or just hang with her for a while? She's got to come. She has to? She has to. I have to work with her till she come? Yes, you got to work with her. Okay. You got to be a good actor. But no eating pussy. I can't do that. Oh, you have to eat pussy. I have to? Yeah. Three grand. They don't even shave. Old ladies, <laughs> they gave up. Okay, so eat Harry Bush for two grand. I'll Three do it. Three grand. Three grand, I will do this. I mean, imagine... This. Right? How much sympathy would you have, have for that guy? Have you ever watched the show Gigolos that was on Showtime? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I know Shab watched it. I know Tom and Christina loved it. They talked about it a lot. Why is it off? That's Shab right there on the right. Yeah, I don't know. I think Stinker ran its course. It was on for like seven months. Six no. seasons. Yeah. No, it was not on for six seasons. Yeah. Your mom's house interviewed one of the guys, I believe, a couple by the way, times maybe. By the way, every TV show I've done has only gone for like two years, but Gigolos gets six <laughs> seasons. <laughs> That's the state of television. Jesus Christ. That is crazy. <laughs> That's a very that's a very good tell. By the way, there's like not a lot of these these uh, this whole like the culture of male gigolos. I think they said percentage wise, it's like unbelievably smaller. These guys that that get into the gigolo world and stay, they all get they get in, they get out. Most women that get into sex work la last significantly longer than these dudes, way mm. way longer for varied you know varied reasons. But I think the gigolo thing is kind of like a moment in a man's life where he's like, I, I want to fucking try it. Some young. Like fun-loving, free-for-all. That's like open mind. I'll just give it a whirl. Then he gets right out. I don't think that happens for girls at all. I think women stay in sex. Would work. you feel bad for some dude who was working as a gigolo and his pimp was Suge Knight? <laughs> his pimp was making him go out there, eat that <laughs> pussy. No. You got to make that money. It's the website for it. I just no, but I website found, for it. Yeah, that's. that's I bet Ash. this guy writes really good poetry. <laughs> this guy, what's going oh, on? Oh, I know Vin Armani. What's going on with he him? He works at the coffee shop around the corner from my house. Why is he wearing a shirt like that? That's just how it's his look, dude. <laughs> Bradley Lords. <sighs> Nick Hawk. Hey, man, I ain't hating. If you can sling dick and get paid, good luck to you. Look, some people... Yeah, do it. Some people out there working as a masseuse that do not like touching people. 
Okay, tell me how That's much different that is. That's a bummer, though. How much different is that than being able to be a guy and wear nice shirts like that and occasionally got to bang broads you don't want to? <laughs> wear nice shirts is like that? Is that so horrible? Look, you get some is nice European... So no, fuck. The world could be worse. Do you remember Richard Gere? Wasn't he a gigolo in one of his movies? Who was didn't it? He, didn't he have a movie called Gigolo where he'd like bang old ladies? I don't know if it was called Gigolo, but yeah. I he, think it was called Gigolo. American, American, was Gigolo. American, American Gigolo. American Gigolo, that's yeah. right. Hollech <laughs> boy. <laughs> you must have loved this shit, didn't you? Yeah, you know Richard it. Gere was out there banging ladies. Here's what they don't tell you. Most of that money in that gigolo world is sucking dick, okay? If yeah. you want to go out there and suck that dick, you can make that money. But if you just want to bang old ladies, uh, whoa. Look at the difference. That's when he was young. That's when he was how old? Got to be like 22, 23? Um, he was pretty young and handsome. And then Father Time done fucking molly whopped him. Father like Time got him. Marvin Hagler on Thomas Hearns. <laughs> Third round. I remember when he went on stage in New York uh, after 9-11. Who did? Richard Gere did. And mm. uh, was trying to tell the audience that they should choose love and that- Wait, what on stage? Sta where on stage? He was on stage at some sort of a benefit. Oh, right for 9-11. Yeah. It was right after 9-11. And he was saying essentially that, you know, great message- just at the time, people were just bloodthirsty. They booed him. They're like, fuck you. What did he say? Fuck you. He's basically saying, let's not have military action. More people shouldn't die because of some things that right, these right, people right. did to us. He's saying, try to figure out a different way to do this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a Buddhist, I believe. I mean, he's like he's really close pals with the Dalai Lama. Yeah, but, the, but, but in the interest of talking about what we're talking about, revenge means a lot. It's kind of hard to tell America to not get revenge on somebody. Right. We love revenge. Well, yeah. Well, we love getting back people that try to fuck with us. Even we, if we go even if we go way deeper than they did. We're warlike monkeys. Yeah, we love it. We 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 when when we think we're being attacked, like retribution and revenge is what we were just talking about earlier about like chimps. Chimps do that too. Yeah, natural. It's it's yeah. it's, it's nature. Part of nature. It's nature. You want to get revenge, these motherfuckers. Like uh, we were talking about that guy who got ripped apart by the chimp who went to bring a birthday cake. Dude. See other chimps that did it because they were jealous. They were angry. That they were that, jealous that, that they one weren't chimp getting this got a compassion. birthday cake. And yeah. They didn't get shit, and someone fucked up and left the gate open, and they they came out and fucked that dude up. They just ripped his limbs off. They tore his face apart just because he wouldn't give them. Didn't bring cake for them. <laughs> were they female chimps? No, they were male. They were Where's male. my cake? <laughs> Losing it. Cake must be so must good. Must have been good-ass fucking cake, dude. To a chimp that doesn't understand what cake is, like, how the fuck did you do this? But they do understand what cake is. Right, well, they understand it once you get it to them. The gem. Yeah, it's something, It's it's that's like a powerful orb you brought. Did I tell you when we were in Costa Rica? Mm -mm. And uh, there's ch there's monkeys everywhere there. It's yeah. crazy, cool-ass cool monkeys, but they're a little sketchy. I know, I got married down there. And Oh, you did? In Costa Rica, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, so, out, they're out of their fucking mind. We were hanging out with them. And uh, there's a thing called a Kawada Monday. You know what that is? No. They look like a like a raccoon monkey thing. It's a weird creature. A runkey. And uh, they would come. We were staying at this resort, and they would just come right down the the pathway to where your uh, your door to your room was, and they'd just <laughs> hang out with you like these Kawada Mondays. Just hang out. You could feed them grapes and shit. They would take them right out of your hands. Yeah. But it, like no danger at all. They were like super chill and friendly. So we gave this Kawada Monday some grapes, and then he laid down and took a nap under my chair. 
Like, just took a fucking nap. It's like That's, a dog. It was yeah. like a dog. Yeah. But like the most chill dog of all time. Right. I'm like, God damn, these things are cool. <laughs> like we were just sitting there. Just, I go, go ahead, buddy. Take a, take a nap. You're safe here. I gave him some grapes and <laughs> shit. People want, to, want chimps at their house. People love the idea of, of having them. So the monkeys came over and we only had, uh, that's what a quarter Monday looks like. Dude, they're the shit. They're, they're such cool little animals. <clears throat> it does kind of look raccoonish. My daughters gave him a, a fake name. Like uh, they, they were calling him a kinkachu. They just decided to call it a kinkachu. That's like more fun. Yeah. They, kinkachu They sounds. made their own word up, I think. I don't think that's a real word. <laughs> quarter Monday. But that, that, that little guy was so cool. Such an interesting little fella. When you just like gently take grapes right out of your hand gently like right. the most chill dog of all time <laughs> so anyway we we were out of grapes and these uh monkeys showed up and they're they're like hanging out like looking like what do you got for us look at it these they're guys hungry no real monkeys oh, oh that's monkey, not monkeys. a monkey no, that's no. like a i don't know what that is i don't know what a kawada monday is what family Man, is what that is thing? that Anyway, we gave these, uh, we were like, I don't know if we should give these monkeys these Oreos. It's kind of fucked up. Like, it's not good for them. <laughs> and then I looked at one of them only had one hand. I'm like, well, that's not good for them either. And they're getting, <laughs> getting the fucking hand bit off. So I gave him, I gave him, that. he snatched it from me, and he opened it up and then started chewing the white stuff Just off. like the cream? Yes. He's one of us. But he already knew about he it. He knew, dude. I'm like, he's probably been getting Oreos for, for his whole life. Time. From people that stay at the resort. He knows the trick, dude. You know, he eats the outside of Pop Tarts. Yeah. I mean, he knew what the fuck to do. Oh, dude, well, they make you at this, you know, they're all open air houses you rent on the beach. You know, like everything's pretty open except for the bedroom is the only thing that's closed off. And they had latch locks, padlocks on the refrigerator. And I was like, why do you guys lock that up? And they're like, the monkeys know how to get into all that shit. They know how to open the door and they know how to get in the drawers. He's like, dude, they knew how to, they know how to open up egg cartons. They know how to open the lid and take eggs and close the lid. I'm not kidding. He's I like, they're, they're that smart. So in the middle of the night, the first night that we were there, I, I hear the gate kind of rustling and then I hear movement and I'm like, someone's in the fucking house because it's on the beach. It's wide open. So of course I like grab something is the biggest thing I could find next to me. And I'm out there. I'm like, Hey, Hey, you know, like a nutbag in my fucking, I'm yelling. Of course I look, it, they're just monkeys chilling, trying to like get shit in the house. They're trying to find shit laying around food, drinks, whatever it was. And of course I go back to bed and every night I would hear them come and go, but you'd hear them try the refrigerator. They, you would hear them pulling on it to see if the latch was like, if we left it unlocked. They're smart. They they learn they learn all the little tricks of where you put stuff. Mm. Cabinets. I could hear a cabinets opening and closing. Wow. Yeah, they were smart, man. That's so weird. It's like a little person. It almost. is almost a little sneaky. Uh, yeah, little it is a little person. Sneaky fuck. Using and they and they put purposely up up in this place that I was at. Um, they purposely string wire from house to house to house, so the monkeys kind of had freedom to go up above because if they would go down by the road it would cause more traffic and disturbances and all that stuff so they keep them up in the canopy so they put rope purposely house to house and tree to tree that humans put up so they have easier pathways to get down to the water because they say when they're down on the ground it's more distracting there's you know it's a lot harder to drive they, they create little messes down below so if they keep them up high it's better for them <sighs> it was crazy man what a wild little creature they can swing from tree to tree and they fly up into yep. the treetops like that <laughs> There's <laughs> hanging from shit. Just one. Almost like people. Sometimes yeah. you, I'd see one just yeah. hanging and be staring right at you. But they're almost like people. They're so they're, they're right fucking there. Well, the weird the weirdest thing is that if if evolution is happening all the time, look at this little monkey. Do look, is this him breaking video? into a house? Yeah, watch, <laughs> watch us, watch how smart. Look, if it, give me those chips. I love these fucking chips. And I love that. It looks like he's looking right at the person too. Yeah, he is. Oh wow. 
and he just takes off with the chips. Dude, they know he which ones they feed them. They know just which ones nice they like. The guys. Just be nice to them. What happens if you feed them? You can't. No, they tell you not to feed them. What happens? Because well, then they know to keep coming back and where they can get food. What if you and, like monkeys. No, they say if they, and if you <laughs> and they say if you don't if you when you stop feeding them after you fed them enough, mm-hmm. then they start to get aggressive. So then you shoot one and you yeah, send just kill a, them, a clear send a message, message, right? And then they all come you, back and you kill you. You pull out a fucking twelve gauge and you blow the little face off one of those cunts. <laughs> and you make your drug. And you pouch. go, hey, you guys want free food? You'll get it, but you get it on my <laughs> yeah, terms. My terms, monkey. And then you go back inside. You just described you the plot hooked. for uh, mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes. It's literally like the plot. You for get them hooked. Apes. You get them hooked. Yeah. yeah, you bait them. Get them hooked on food. Yeah, you bait them. There's a lot of places like that um, where where animals are dependent on people. They're dependent on people to, f- to feed them, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a little squirrely. Like one, there's a place in, I think it's Jamaica, where people swim with wild pigs. Now wild uh, pigs, Bahamas, the Bahamas, Bahamas. Yeah, I've seen you, it. Yeah. You. Now wild pigs generally avoid people. Yeah. They don't want to have anything to do with you, yep. and they're dangerous. Yes. They're sketchy. Yeah. Wild boars are nuts. Yeah, but. In this place, people have been feeding these things for so long. They have trips, like tourist trips, right. where people fly in, feed these pigs, yeah. and swim around with them. Pig island. So they got wild pigs that are constantly being fed by people. But a friend of a friend went there, and someone they were with got bit. Like oh, yeah. It, I've it heard they bit bite. bit them in the ass. It bit, one, of the, one of the pigs bit them in the ass, and it was because they didn't have any food or something like that. They yeah. didn't, didn't offer them anything. They keep, you have to keep feeding them throughout the whole thing. It tells you all about it. That they that they get really ornery and they get really annoyed. <laughs> Fuck you. you fucking <laughs> Fuck just, you. Just drown it. Just put that, it right under. The, no, bro. Those are, they're, they're strong. No, they are. You can't fuck with it's those things. It's a creepy animal because they're beautiful and they're sweet. And the, the, like pigs are they're a weird one because they're look as cool. Look, I'm a dog lover. I love dogs. Yeah. Pigs are almost like a dog. And maybe smarter. Close. They're pro- well. They're probably definitely smarter. But they like the way that we react to people. Yeah. And that, like, if you feed them and you're their friend, you become their buddy. But are you against eating them? No. But also, because <laughs> like, I've killed them. I know you they're know, delicious. I've killed wild ones, but wild ones are different, man. Right. Because they're out there hustling. Okay. They don't. Right. They're not in this fucking pen getting slop all day trying to fatten them up. Right. It's hard to get fat out there. They're out there. It's much more lean meat out there. They're much leaner, but they're also vicious, man. They're vi- they, get, right. they grow these giant tusks. They have these big fucking fangs. And the crazy thing is they're the same species as the domestic pig. Right. It's the same animal. It's just one's, one's, one's pampered and one's not. Exactly. Bring up. Have you ever seen javelinas? Do you know what javelinas oh, yeah. are? So that, in Arizona. That's a peccary. Well, when I saw like those, it looks just like yeah. a pig. Yeah. That was when I, fr- when I first moved to Arizona. I saw one, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is that thing? And my buddy was like, no, 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 don't go. They, they, they'll they come right at you. They, oh, they will yeah. fucking go for your legs bad because they're real low to the ground. But he's like, they'll start spearing you, and they'll come at your legs. And one time I was valeting in college, and I was up way in the, up in the mountain, and it's some dudes, you know, some private, huge private residence, and there were packs, of, I mean packs of them. Mm. And I could hear them rustling around, and they were like positioning themselves because we were parking cars where they were living. And I was like, we can't park cars up there. You can tell they started to get aggressive and jumping and diving at the cars. <sighs> yeah, they were getting fucking Fuck. annoyed, man. They did, I was like, we can't go back up there. We're going to get fucked up by these little bullshit pigs. You know where Stanhope lives out in Bisbee, which is real close to the border. They yeah. have them all over the place Yeah, they're there. everywhere. They killed one of his friend's dog. They do kill dogs. They, well, they, they're known to kill cats more, but yeah, they do kill dogs too. Because yeah. dogs are about, depending on the size of your dog, some, of those, some dogs could fuck those things up because they're not that big. But they, they're known to murder cats. It was a small dog, I think, and I yeah. think they flanked it. And just came at it from the sides Fuck. and ripped it apart. They ripped Fuck. apart a dog, bro. What do you do when some, something like that kills your dog? Are you out with a shotgun trying to find the rest of them? Dude, I was trying to kill coyotes after they ate my chickens, and I don't give 
I mean, I loved chickens. Like, they yeah. were cute. They're my friends. But when they died, a couple of them died of just natural causes. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, poor little guy. But if my dog died, I'd be really sad. You know what I mean? There's a, it's a different relationship. It's way different. So when these coyotes killed my chickens, I sat out there on the porch with a bow and a rangefinder waiting. waiting to fuck <laughs> them up for days. I even tied one of the dead chickens that they killed to a, a pot, like, uh, you know, that you would plant yeah. things in. What are you doing, Jamie? Um, the pot w- that you plant things in, and I, I sat it in the middle of the yard as bait. Right. And I sat up there waiting. Anybody and come? one of them came, and my daughter screamed out, a coyote! And I'm like, God damn, I gotta teach her how to hunt. <laughs> like, I had that motherfucker. Dad! Dad! Like, that's, it was okay. inside of It was inside of 40 yards, and he was creeping in. I was like, all I had to do is get to my spot, and I would have probably got a shot. Yeah. How, 40 yards? That's how far away it was? He was at 40 yards when my daughter screamed. Oh, shit. Well, then, then he definitely like, freaked he's, out. Fuck then, this. So I stayed up there for a few hours longer. What's, the, fir- what's the furthest that you feel comfortable hitting a target? For, That's with a, a little target. You know, there's a difference between something that's the size of a coyote. A coyote's only like... They're not I big. I mean, their body might be like... A foot, a foot and a half. A foot and yeah, a half. They're not big at all. Yeah, they're tiny. From top to bottom. So where you're trying to, if you're trying to hit them in the vitals, you don't have a lot to aim at. It's a very it's like small dot. Yeah, yeah. you'd want to be, you'd want to be fairly close. I think about that all the time. With a bow, with a rifle, you could shoot them. No, well, that doesn't. That's nothing. That's not, something totally different. I, if you're I, trying to kill them. I only grew up shooting rifles. I never shot a gun until I was in my twenties. But rifles, I was so used to shooting, I got so accustomed to shooting it. And then I tried a bow once, and that was unbelievably fucking hard. You should, you should learn. It'd be fun for you. You could always come here and practice. I'll, co- I'll come. Next time John Dudley comes into town, I'll have him uh, hook you up. Come teach me, yeah. And, and you'd, you'd love it, man. Not even like to go hunting, but just to shoot targets. It's really fun. And I that, do like guns, though. That game out there, I do too. Yeah. That game out there that I have, that uh, uh, techno hunt game, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, once you get into that and start playing that. Once you're, you're good at, at it. the screen. Yeah, it's so yeah, fun. Once you're fucking good at so it. so fun. I had Corey Anderson, UFC light heavyweight. He's a yeah. bow hunter. I had him here the other day and he was playing it. Is like, he good? Oh, yeah, he's really good. But you could tell, like, right, I mean, he practiced. He's a fucking elite athlete. Of yeah. course he's going to be good at bow hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's true. What are they not he's good at, these guys? He's also a fighter. So he's got this disciplined mindset. You right. Know, he's, and, you know, he's just on the ball. But um, you could say right away when you're playing, it was like, oh, my God, this is so addictive. I'm like, this is the most addictive <laughs> game of all time. Once you start it, it's hard to get let it go. It, if you're an actual bow hunter, you, you only get to shoot a thing like a couple times a year. Yeah. You know, if you're going a lot, if you're going a lot, like the idea that you're going to shoot a lot of like if you're some Remy Warren type character or Cameron Haynes, yeah, you'll shoot a bunch of deer a year and you, you live off those. That's deer. what he does, though. Yeah. But if you're a regular person, like you think, how many deer you think you're gonna find? How many deer you think you're gonna sneak up on? If you're one. lucky, one or two a year. Yeah, one. So like the moment when it happens, it's such a big moment. You're like, fuck, here it is, here it is. You're trying to stay calm, trying to stay calm. But with that thing, you're shooting at them all the time. It's just fun. So it's in your head, right? So like what I'm seeing is this animal moves, it moves into the pocket, boom, the release, pop, and it hits it perfect. And you see it over and over and over and over and over again. So what you learn from martial arts or what you learn from stand up, it's the same thing that applies to bow. Right. It's about repetition. The more you can do it, and the more you see it over and over and over again, the more that pattern becomes in your mind. So that game for for a guy like Corey or someone like me who bow hunts, that game is like, holy shit! This is what I've been looking for. Right. See a real animal walk into range, and that because you always want to be ethical, right? You want to be able to shoot the right 
animal like you want to be able to hit it exactly where you want where it expires very quickly right and the best way to do that is no repetitions suffering. so this game is just super addictive what's it called what's a game called it's called techno hunt techno hunt and you you score against each other so if you and i were playing like you give 10 points for a bullseye eight points for the vitals you get like five points for a headshots a worth it shot no no, <laughs> it would have to be a very small something animal. about headshots. Learning like playing gun games, first person shooter games over the years, headshots are always the most rewarded thing. Like, oh, headshot, well, but you don't want to do that with an animal. You do if you have a rifle and you want it to die instantaneously. Sure. and it is a it's a, the way they do it that some hunters that are chefs do it when they like hunters who are chefs. Um, there's there's two different kinds of hunters, right? There's hunters that eat the meat. And they, but they want, they want to shoot a mature animal because that's what everybody strives for. Like if you're a skilled hunter, like if you're a Steven Rinella or someone like that, what you're trying to get is uh, an old wise animal right. that's already spread its DNA yeah. and it's mature and it's probably at the end of its breeding cycle. That's what a guy like that wants. What he's, he's like the ultimate hunter, right? What he wants is... The, the most fair chase, he never hunts in high fence operations, the most fair chase, the wildest animal, and he wants to get the oldest, maturest one. <clears throat> but then there's chefs, and chefs believe, some of them do, it's very debatable, that the younger animals taste better than the older animals. Uh -huh. So they're not trying to get an old, mature animal, <clears throat> they're trying to get a, a young um, uh, a tender animal that isn't like fully muscled right, up and right. worn out with age. Yeah, you, you want some. You want some still tenderness to it, some softness to the muscle. But, but then there's people like Hank Shaw, who's a also a world famous chef, who's also a hunter, who prefers older animals because he thinks there's like there's flavor to them hmm. and there's life to them like that they're they're aging and the all their life experience it comes out if you cook them correctly right it just requires a different sort of preparation right it's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, young women versus older women mm. like so, young women have a lot of positives about them but older women have just as many positives about them older women that right? like to There's work more out flavor that's right. what you want right you want a chick who's like yeah who didn't give up six plus who hits the gym every day? <laughs> I, that's I, trust me. I know. I, I, we, I've had this conversation about the whole like if, one, if we stop working out, it's over. I say if we stop work, if like we if we stop exercising you and caring about our health, it's over. It's over. That's what you said. Fact. No, I mean like I wanted to sign. A, 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 I wanted my uh, I wanted my lawyer as a joke to sign a document that says if we if we get fat, it's like a free and clear, gone. But mm. I mean it. If she gets fat, uh, out. If I get How fat, dare you. she should be out. If, if either of us break this thing that we're doing together. What if it brings you closer? That, we, you that she gets fat? You don't have to worry about body image anymore. Fuck you that. You just let yourself go. Fuck that. Come on. Fuck that shit. Hey. 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 You're shaming right now. Whether yeah. you realize it or yeah, not. Yeah, I am. I know you don't want to shame, am. but you're Fuck doing that. it. Fuck <gasps> that. Joe, you fat fuck. <laughs> I can't believe you. I just think, I think we've made a bond together. We made a pact where we're like, we both want to stay relatively healthy and take care of ourselves. So in our older years, like my parents are both in, in really great shape because they've cared their whole lives. Not to a point of like, you know, not having fun. They still have a great fucking time. But, you know, but just, they, they just stay consistent with like caring about what you put in your body and the way you work yes. out. Simple shit. So yeah, if she gets fat, bye. If I get fat, <laughs> she's bye too. If I get fucking fat, she's gone. She even said it. She was like, I'll leave your fat ass. Being fat is such a weird one that people call people fat who aren't fat. Right. To, I mean, I mean feelings. fucking I know, huge. I know, but I'm just saying like as 
an insult. It's such a weird one. It is. Because like girls will call girls fat. Like that fat bitch. Look at her. Like that right. girl's not fat. No. What are you saying? <laughs> it's just like, a, what it's are just you a, saying? It's a dig. It's you another gig. Fuck. Look at you, you fat fuck. Like guys will say that to guys that like barely have any fat on fat them. Fat fuck. Well, you eat another cheeseburger, Jamie, you yeah, fat, you fat fuck. fuck. That it, it's an easy dig. Yeah. It's an easy insult. Dude, I had a girl call me fat at the comedy. There's a video of it online. A girl calling me fat at the comedy store and I pull up my shirt Recently? to show my six pack. No, like a long time oh, ago. Uh, I uh. Now I'd I was go, like, okay, well, you're what? just crazy. <laughs> but I was like, why am I, am I fat? Like, what? where are you coming up with that? You're fucking, you're fat. I bet it's you're- a we- <laughs> It's a weird thing. The, the, the fact that the body can carry excess tissue. Yeah. It's a mistake. Like, I get it. It's a good way to store fuel. But right. when it gets to a, per- a point, like, why are you still hungry? What kind of shitty system do we have that you're this big and you're still hungry? Didn't the tank break? Your body break? should say, hey, bro, 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 bro. Stop. We got the fuel. But it does. Yeah, but your body's working off carbohydrates. That's a problem. Right. And it's not burning fat. No. That's why that whole ketogenic diet works, as much as people don't like to think that it does. I know. There's so much controversy about that, like from non-scientists, which is hilarious. If you talk to actual scientists like Dom D'Agostino, who talk to you about the peer-reviewed research that's been done on ketogenic states and all the different benefits and what you know and how it could be healthy and how he does it right. and ketone esters and all these different factors you have to take into consideration, and ketone testing and blood testing. It, it, there's all these knuckleheads saying it's bad for you. It's not a good idea. Like Julian Michaels, like it's not a good idea. It's not a good. You better stop. They like, say that it's a benefit. Hundreds them. of pounds. Right. It's a normal state. It's a normal state for your body to burn fat. Yeah. And and it, you have more clarity. And you also you're not as hungry. You're not as hungry during the day. Right. My t- my problem with it is I don't think it's the best thing for performance. I think. Like f- you have a little bit more energy if you you burn glucose too, because even like the top uh, there's a Zach Bitter. He what did he win the American? He ran twenty. He ran a hundred miles in like eleven hours around a track. These guys that could do this shit. It was some crazy Fucking record. Two miles and I need to chill for a minute. Some crazy some crazy record for hundred mile record he broke. Uh, 11 hours, 40 minutes, 5 yeah. seconds. That's insane. Seven minute That's miles. That's insane. Seven minute Seven miles minute for miles. 100 fucking miles? Now, he is on primarily a carnivore diet. So all meat. All meat. Ribeyes. And barely, barely any- Meat and fat. Barely any greens, right? Barely any greens. But then when he mm. competes, he takes a lot of uh, glucose. Like he'll take like glucose gel, like those gels. Yeah, the gel people, packets. Yeah, yeah those, those the runners use. Yeah. He, he pounds in that shit, pounds in the carbs so he could burn that off too. Right. So, you know, because he's living off like fat and, and protein. <clears throat> but when he competes, he doesn't do that. And the thing, I think- that's the key. You're saying when he competes, he does use the glucose, but yes. when he's done competing, he doesn't. Right. Fuck then with he it. goes back to right. putting his body in a fat, a fat burning state. It's a uh, it's, it's just pure it's carnivore super. diets are kind of crazy though. Like pure, just just meat mm-hmm. with nothing else. It's all they eat, man. I know. But what you Jordan need. Peterson's done it now for over a year, yeah. and he released his blood work or the results of his blood work at least. Everything's in range. Everything's healthy. Everything's but he takes normal. supplemental but vitamins. No, 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 nothing. No, he doesn't do anything. He eats steak with salt on it and he drinks water and i'm telling you That's if it. he listen to me man if he gets a perrier with lime in it he'll spit it out he doesn't want the lime in a fucking perrier nah that's yes. just fucking crazy that's, bro, that's too the much guy lost dude. 50 pounds 
50 pounds. 50 pounds. Lost 50 pounds. He had some serious uh, immunological uh, issues. Um, immunological? Is that, is that a word? Immunological? Yeah, it sounds made up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He had serious immune deficiency? He had immune he had deficiency? deficiency. Immunological? Yeah. Wow, but doesn't it there sound it, fake? It sounds phony, yeah. It sounds fake. Immunology is a word. I know. Immunology, yeah. I know, but uh, immunological sounds like bullshit. It sounds like- You took two uh, words some, and put them it's together. A fake sophistication right there. <laughs> Sophistication. <clears throat> he had some serious issues. Um, and also, it helped. Yeah, dude, also suffered from depression. All that stuff. Look, a lot of what they think that a, a lot of the issues that people suffer from, they suffer because of inflammation. Huh. And when scientists are studying things like the carnivore diet, what what what's striking to them almost more than the fact that you're just eating meat is that you're not eating all these other things. And so that in giving your body only one food source to deal with, mm. sometimes your body can eliminate a lot of the issues that it has. Yeah. And it also mimics like some of the benefits of fasting. It's, I'm too stupid to be really judging this. I don't know. Well, I'm listening to all but of it, I know so that I'm, I'm fucking dumb too. He had like receding gums. He had some serious gum issue that all went away. All these things went away when he was on that carnivore diet for a year. Like, I don't eat like that. I'm not saying eat like that. No. I don't eat like that. I, th but I, I just think can. there's got to be a balance. I think I think some people may, may work with that, right? But they'll also tell you there's so many diets that people do that their blood doesn't line up with that diet. It's not good for them, right? Mm. Some people it just works with, right? Some people, yeah. some people can have higher intakes of red meat, and other people it's really, really bad for their system just because of the way sure. their blood is. Well, some people are literally allergic to it. Right. Some but like, uh, like my wife needs way more iron. Like mm. needs, like right. has to have it. Yeah. So whether it's supplemented by pills or by higher instances of meats with higher iron in it. I heard cum has, has a lot of vitamins in it and some iron. I'm not, I can't produce anymore, man. None. I cut off my balls. Do, do, do. I turned them in. Yeah. What, what did it, what caused you to turn them in? <laughs> what was the final straw? It was this movement downtown Were LA. Were you embarrassed at your own gender? Yeah. I went to the Me Too thing and I cut off my balls and I left them there. So <clears throat> I, just, I donated them. If you like, if. People started calling for that. If girls started calling for that, guys would do it. <laughs> Remove there's, there's your nuts. Guy, there's guys out there that would do there's it. A certain, there's, there's a certain so many kind of guy us. that would do there's it. There's so many people. There, if you called for guys to step out into the middle of the town square and cut their own balls off, at least a couple guys would show up. Yeah. That's I, just, can, I can name two dudes. This is the know. world we live in. <laughs> there's a couple of dudes I know that would fucking do yeah, it. Exactly. Just for like Twitter cred. <laughs> yeah, just for some street. Yeah, just... <laughs> Just for the retweets. Just for some love from just feminists. Want to get what a this creep. is how you are an ally, boys. <laughs> Learn. Like my fa like your favorite, like your favorite shirts. Yeah. Uh, females kick ass, or what is it? Oh. Women kick ass, or whatever. Girls, kick, Girls ass. kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That whole the idea of like uh, of of virtue signaling, overt o overt support for something. It's so see-through when you're like, I'm here for you, girls. It's so see-through. God, it's such a crock of shit. But the, there you can are feel people, that way without yelling it all the time. Well, you also like broadcasting like that. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? What's the purpose? Yeah. That's what I like. Why? Why? Who are you reaching out? I yeah. mean, you're supporting. What are you supporting? What it's, is happening here? It's it's another <laughs> instance of the echo chamber doing the whole supporting the thing that I don't think people are really. I talk about it on stage about. The trans, you know, uh, tran the word transphobic over like, I th I understand the meaning, but I also think it's hyperbolized in in essence of like there are these large groups of people that are against trans people. I don't believe that whatsoever. But there definitely are. I think there's small groups of people that get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's massive. Look, the KKK is significantly larger of a group than whatever group you want to formulate of a transphobe of transphobic nature. 
I know a lot of people don't even know what that is. Right? I haven't done any statistical research. Look how many KKK members there are in the United States. How many think there are? Tens of thousands. Okay, how many people? How many do people you think do I think hate trans super people? Religious that that don't believe in trans people, or that don't think that they should be able to call themselves a woman. I think mo- I think most of those people don't care enough to call themselves part of that category. They just disagree. They go, I don't really like it. I don't get it. I think I think there's more of those than there are people that are like adamantly against trans rights. I think we have to take into consideration what we already said about guys willing to cut their balls off. That there are guys like that. Oh, <laughs> sure. There okay. are some. There are so many people in this country. I yeah. guarantee you there's a lot of transphobic people. A lot. Because if you, re- listen, man, if you read the comments, and I don't, and I didn't, but someone told me that the comments on the Eddie Izzard uh, Instagram post that I made were mm-hmm. horrific. But don't you think people a lot assholes. of that is, is internet fodder? See, that's my thing, is I think people like to say shit on the internet, even if they don't believe it, because they know that gets attention. If they go, fuck, this fucking dude looks like a chick. Well, I don't like, know what they said. Maybe they were just making fun of the way he looks. But you can you can assume what fucking people write on the internet about the, that issue. They would just go, what's up with this fuck? Oh, here, I'll give you an example. I tweeted the other day about the Met Gala, um, Harry Styles. Uh, I tweeted, uh, uh, he was wearing like a, a lot of men were wearing like dresses at the Met Gala. This Uh was a whole thing. And I tweeted, um, Tilda Swinton looked fire at the Met Gala because he looked like Tilda Swinton. Not because I'm saying like, who's Tilda Swinton? She's a fucking actress who has short hair. Right. So, right. That was him. And I said, Tilda Swinton looked fire at the Met Gala. Who is this gentleman that I'm looking at? He's a, he's a pop star. He's like part of, what's it called? One One Direction. He's part of One Direction. What, what is happening with that shirt? That's what he wore to the Met Gala. What did you say, Jamie? It's a blouse. It's a blouse. It's a blou- blouse. Okay. Shirts versus blouses. But, okay, here's the thing. If you're going to one of those things and you're going to stand in front of all these jackasses with cameras <laughs> to take a picture, why not wear a fucking blouse? That's what. That's his, I that's wear his a point. Blouse. But I said Tilda Swinton looked fire because when I saw the first okay. image, his yeah. face kind of looked like Tilda Swinton. Okay. Of course, I'm making the joke about. It's a joke. You're a comedian. Well, dude, everyone was like, "You were very funny last night." Thank you. Thank you. Everyone <laughs> went after me. Everyone was like, <laughs> "Of course, you fucking." I mean, Nazi? Half, Are you a Nazi? Well, they say. Well, here's my problem. They go, um, he's. I think he's gay, right? Is he, is he gay, Jamie? No, I think somebody told me Leave they were like alone. They were like, you're 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 making you fun of his sexuality. Right I was like, what? <gasps> I can't make fun of people anymore for people. I said, he looked like Tilda fucking Swinton. Why are you reading comments? Because I'm not as famous as you. Just stop and think about the amount of people that had their balls. I know. That would just walk into that town square and cut their balls off to be an ally. <laughs> now stop and think about those people commenting. Commenting, yeah, I know. And you're reading it. I and know. you're allowing it to fuck with your head. Sometimes I feed into it. A lot of times I don't. When do you not? When I'm confident in whatever I posted. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, right? When interesting. I like that joke, I knew was going to be misinterpreted. Like I knew when I wrote that, Ooh. I go, "Someone will misinterpret this." Who cares? That's why I still posted it. Yeah. But but I read some shit sometimes. If I go, I wonder if that was dumb or if that was cool. Wouldn't it be fun if you could be half drunk all the time and never suffer any physical consequences? Me, you know, I'd love that. Oh, Nothing would make me wonderful. more happy. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I love ha- drinking. Just but with a half a buzz on. You know that feeling when you got a half a buzz on? Like it's my ha- favorite thing in the world. Like this feeling like. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> no one can touch me. Just feel good, you know? Yeah. Oh, Just I know that feeling. Hanging out with your friends. Ah, Having a buzz and not worried about yeah. it. That's how yeah. alcoholism starts. I think that was a lot of members of my family had half a buzz all the time. Well, half a buzz all the time would be a, it's like a, that'd be a good place to be. 
Maybe how many? Dr- how, how many? <laughs> half the, the, the good half or the bad half? You can't. Yeah, the, like just a little, little like that feeling you get after that first glass of wine. You're like, ah. Why do you think people have wine at lunch? Yes, that's fucking my, a lot of people. Show I, up work. I had sushi legal? and someone was drinking a bottle of wine by herself yesterday. Is that legal? Like, if you work in an office and you have a glass, do they let you have a cocktail at lunch? Totally. It depends on who where you work. Mm. If you listen in our industry, entertainment industry, there's no fucking rules. Well, obviously. But I'm saying like a regular. But do you remember the dude who used to? run the Tempe Improv didn't want you doing shots before you go on yeah, stage yeah no, no drinks before you he pop. had a conversation with me about it he, he's like do you really need that and I, cause, and I was like hey hey listen to me look at me I'm a professional right I'm also an athlete or I work out a lot I'll be fine I'll be I'm gonna do this I'm gonna tomorrow fine. I'm gonna go to the gym you wanna right. work out with me no. yeah well shut the fuck up man <laughs> come on just own the club dude I'm not I'm not gonna get so drunk I can't talk I'm having a shot yeah. before I perform if you became one of those guys yeah. You would know. Everybody knows. But it's like, I know what I'm doing, right. okay? And even if I right. have too many, if I have four or five instead of two, I'm going to be okay. Right. Like, I'm grown <laughs> up. I'm still figuring it yeah, out. I'm not driving anywhere drunk. I'm not doing anything stupid. Right. I'm working tonight. Yeah. In fact, there's nights where I've had a few because I've been sad about where I am. Like, I'm at a club that I don't want to be at or something, oh. and I'll have a few too many. But I'll get on stage, and the first thing I think is, I still got to put on a show. I still got to work hard. But I'm a little little drunk, but autopilot kicks in a little bit. Sometimes, like, back in the day, if I was sad about the small, shitty room, it would just kick into the jokes I already knew were going to work. And I was kind of going through the motions. I was still mm. delivering, but it was sad because you're like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm enjoying this or I'm going through the motions. If mm. I'm just kind of like, hey, this is the joke, that's the joke, and my mind is just on a Rolodex of, like, this joke, spin that joke, where now I'm just at a happier place in my career now, if I do, if I did get a little too drunk before I went on stage, I'd be genuinely nervous. I'd be nervous about my performance level. It's like, mm. fuck, am, are they going to hear me slip up a little bit? Am I going to, because I'll feel it. Because with, with great, with great power comes great responsibility, right? The bigger the rooms, the bigger the rooms, the more. great power. <laughs> not me. But with, but the bigger the rooms get, the more I feel, the more I feel more responsible to, to do even better than I have been doing. Dude, you walked out on stage in San Diego in front of. 13 13,000 people, people and own that motherfucker. It was fucking wild. That was wild. It felt you, you know I was doing in the round. It was weird to do the round. I I I don't know if I, I love it. I don't know if I loved it or hated it, but it was this feeling of such uniqueness that I couldn't judge it in the moment. Like it was too it was happening so fast. There was no there's no sitting on the stool uh-uh. and there's 13,000 uh-uh. people. There's no stagnancy. You have you to gotta, keep moving. You're moving around the whole time. People. Yeah, I liked it. It's interesting. It, it was wild. Because the screens are so big and everybody could always see your face no matter where. Yeah. It was it was good. I loved it. 13,000 human beings. It's a lot of fucking people, son. It was very weird, dude. By the way, I'm going to Denver. When is that? What is it? No. Jamie's giving me wrong Jamie. directions. Jamie. Jamie just blurts things out. <laughs> just takes chances. 24th of September. He's been slipping no. a little bit. Have you noticed uh, that, Joe? I was drunk. What's been going on, half Jamie? Drunk. He's half drunk all the time. Are you half buzzed? <laughs> uh, it's August, right? August what? 23 23rd. and 24. August 23rd. I'm at the Belco Theater. How did you not know that, Jamie? And I just yeah. belted that out. And then- um, and You have the fucking computer. In f- August 9th, Jamie. I'm in Amen. Portland. And <laughs> August 10th, I'm in the Bay Area at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. We're gonna have some fun, dude. Fucking A. We go to Chicago. I'm gonna go with you to Chicago. How fun was Austin? Austin was a good guy. Incredible. Incredible. The club is so good. Yeah, it's great. Cap City, you know. One of the best clubs in the country. That's like 
it, it, I think doing those clubs, like doing weekends at clubs, is real valuable. That's I gotta. I'm gonna book more of those. You know, like it's great always to be working at the store, and it's great when we're doing these big places in the road. But those clubs, there's something about. Like, have you done Zanies in Nashville? Never done Zanies Nashville. Let's do it. Zanies Chicago. I've done. Never done Nashville. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's go. That place is a shit. Did you yeah. see that the punchline in San Francisco? San Francisco. Fuck. Closing. Went, and so did the Parlor Live. Mm-hmm. The Parlor Live is going down too. The punchline is closing forever. Some people no. said they might move it. Or no, something. no, no. Here's what's happening. Yeah. This is the real report. I read it. I read it. Uh, an article again this morning because last night Ali Wong told me, and. Um, I read the article that was posted this morning, and it basically said they lost their lease. They couldn't renew it Ugh. because it's got that building's getting bought out, basically. Mm. So they are working diligently now to try to relocate the oh, club. So, so you just need to find a new location. Yeah, but it, but but for the time being, it's going to be gone. <sighs> well, you know what I worry about? I worry they're going to go big like they did with Cobbs. Right. Like I used to do Cobbs um, when it was not. Oh, I don't think it was 150 seats. It was tiny. Right now, it's like 450. It's I don't giant. Know, it's it became it became the opposite of what it used to be. Right. It used to be a place you would go and you'd make less money, but you'd have more fun because it was like real tight. Everybody was like smashed into this place, and it, it, it was a legendary place. That's punchline, bro. That's that's easily one of the best. And I wanted to go back, which kind of sucks that it's uh, it's going to be gone now. The reason I love this club so much. So what you see is. The stage and tables and behind us, which you can't see, is the bars in the back of the room, which is one of my favorite elements of a cool club. You don't need to worry about people getting a drink to the side or the left behind you. You can't Mm -hmm. hear an ice machine. It's in the very back of the room, and they do such a good job of hiding their noise and their distractions. So it's all about the show. They were fucking so good at it, man. They're really good. I hope they keep an intimate venue. I really do. Yeah, I love that San Francisco needs an intimate venue. Does San Francisco have a good comedy scene these days? I hear I hear a, a variant of stories. I think a lot of people would say that it was better back back you know a couple decades ago. But I do think that when I go up there, when I have been up there, there's a lot of young people that are really good that are coming still out of Northern California. Yeah. But I mean, Cobbs and there used to be, um, what is it, Green Onion? No, the Purple Onion. Purple Onion. Yeah, that used yeah. to be there. There was not. There was one more. Is that what it's called? Why does it sound wrong? I don't know because I'm saying it. it sounds wrong. Right? No, is it the purple onion? Look up the purple Seems onion. Seems like I think you're right, but it sounds. It's one of those things. Yeah, where you're like, like the other thing we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah, it sounds wrong. Yeah, like you made immunological. that immunological. Immunological. The yeah. immuno- and we're going to open up a club called the Immunological Purple Onion. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know shit about the fucking San Francisco scene anymore because the only clubs that I've done up or the only things I've done are Punchline and and I did Cobbs. I think Zach Galifianakis did yeah, a he did special, special there, li- live at the Purple Onion. Yes, that's right. That's it was a small we were right, place right? too. Purple right? Onion. Yeah, it was tiny. Tiny, that, is tiny. that gone? That place is gone. I think that's not there anymore. So the like for like real intimate spots on the road, like you still have Atlanta. Atlanta's got one of the best places. Yeah, that's look at that. That's the yeah. Purple that's onion. the purple onion. Yeah, that's it. That's tiny, gone. Huh? Gone. Fuck. Closed in 2012. Yeah, it was closed. Closed in 2012. Yeah. God, look how intimate it is. Look how small it is. The Fuck. only other venue that's like that, that's small, like that still is like you're talking about. Laughing Skull is still small. Mm-hmm. That's still tiny. Yeah, that's real tiny. What is that seat like? Ninety? I think they said ninety. Yeah, a hundred if they're packed out. Stuffing them in there. I went. I was in town doing something. I went over there to watch Garland, to watch Jeff do Jeff's thing. And how was it? It's just Jeff. 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 Jeff is so uh, unabashedly clear that he's just fucking around. Like he mm-hmm. was so obviously like I'm gonna fucking do this whole set about one guy, and he picked like picked a guy out of the audience, and he did the entire set about the guy, and it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Him just fucking around. Uh, he was having so. Much, he was having tons of fun. He's a sweet guy. He's hilarious, man. He's he moves. He his his brain moves uh, 
very fast in a way that I wouldn't anticipate, right? For some reason, <laughs> you, th- you think, I, you're like, this, is he quick? He's like, he's very quick. He's a fucking, he's a very cool, funny dude. I like the dude. But yeah, I, I haven't, uh, I don't know, I'm starting to do a, a few new clubs now and in the size, you know, the sizing is different and I just, I like to be able to do bigger places but I love intimate venues, man. It's all right, there's no way to get, there's no way to get that feeling of how, when you're, they're all, it's all different, man. There's no way to get that feeling of 13,000 people either. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Except that, for fucking that. Yeah. Doing that's, a fucking That's arena. a different feel. It's all different, man. It's all different. It is. But it's I think all you, worth it. Yeah, I think you got to be on a steady diet of everything. I yeah. think it's like you don't want to be just a carnivore and only do 13,000 seat arenas. You, you don't want to be just... Who is it? Who's your carnivore? Who is it? Jordan Peterson? Is that yeah. who it is? Yeah. He's only one of them that I know. I know several people that are on the carnivore diet. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't get in this shit because I still like bullshit. I'm not gonna not have ice cream once in a while. I'm not gonna not have a fucking couple of French fries. Mm. I'm that guy. I'm gonna work out, uh, but I'm also gonna have and do what the fuck I want. I just. I can't get on that train. I. I suffered for a while doing a crazy diet. What'd you do? I did the. I did. I did this. This. Um, it's almost like a circuit, like how circuit workout is. It's like circuit dieting where it's like one week without. Do you know what that is? No. Yeah, you do like a, like you, you, you get rid of an element that's kind of a vice, right? Whether it's like, uh, and if it's, it's got to be a heavy vice, right? Like if it's like I have high amounts of sugar in my diet. So it's like I do a week completely without sugar. And then right. I did a week without meat. And then I did a week without, I don't know, fish or whatever. I kept changing what it was to find how my body reacted to it. And I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. I was like, I'm a much more balanced person up here in my work, in my writing, in my exercise, in my sleep, in my fuck life. When I just get to eat what I want regimentedly, that's a fake word. Fuck life? <laughs> <laughs> regimentedly? That's what I thought you were asking. <laughs> fuck life is a better question. <sighs> fuck life's the name of my new album. Oh, that's a good, la- now you should get that tattooed across your fuck stomach. Life. <laughs> <laughs> fuck life. I'm much and better. Like, Why do you say fuck life? No, 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 no. I'm no. into the fuck, fuck life. life. The fuck life. You know. I'm into my. I'm fucking. Fuck. Uh, I'm the pump guy. Fuck life. Take like thug D. life. Regiment. Reg- Regimentally. 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 See, that sounds, sounds fucking weirder. wrong. Yeah, it does sound weird. Regimentally, like I'm better off when I just when I do when I just balance when I go. Ah, I don't need that shit. I should mm. eat that bullshit. Yeah. And I poke in and out things once in a while. It's that's just I don't know, man. I think that's almost like that's the only way to live. For me, to for it to work, I've tried shit. I can't do it. Yeah, I think people like going on diets because it gives them something to concentrate to. That's that's what I'm saying. It gives them a new thing. Can, I have shit going on. I can't worry overtly all day long about like, yeah. is this meal gonna? Is, is how am mm-hmm. I gonna get? Fuck that shit. But that's I, one of the things that people like about it. Like, okay, I'm on this diet now. I gotta concentrate. This is it. Like meal prep. I'm really? Um, yeah, we're meal prepping. I'm Sunday. prepping. Prepping all, prepping for the week. I have my shows on Sunday, meal prep. I am in control of my world. (laughs) Well, asteroid hurtling towards us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm in complete control of this spinning rock in space. I have a finite lifespan. (laughs) I have to constantly eat and shit, but everything's fine. Everything else is okay. Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, My buddy texted me today, by the way. (laughs) He goes, uh, he had a concern. I talked about him on another podcast about how he couldn't, he didn't shit for like five days. Oh, I have a buddy who went through that. And he went to the doctor and he has this thing and he had to get help for it. He texted me. He goes, I just want to let you know I'm back from vacation. I feel really good. Also, I'm shitting like normal again. And I was like, I feel like a, like a really proud friend. Like he, he was really struggling. He was nervous about it. He was like, dude, I haven't shit in like four days. I was like four fucking days. There was a guy that I worked with on Fear Factor. I don't want to shame him. So I won't say his name. I don't know if he wants it out there. Shame. Great guy. 
Um, he had a real problem, a real problem. It was packed in there for days and days and it wasn't coming out and he could feel it like he could touch his butthole and feel it inside. It was hard. <laughs> Fuck that. It was hard. so gross. Yeah. Get so some fiber, dog. He had to go to a doctor and they literally had to chip it out of his asshole. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like it had impacted had a chisel and become, in his butthole. They had to get in there and break <laughs> it up and then they had to make him take this like really intense laxative. Yeah. So he takes this really intense laxative, like like weapon grade laxative <laughs> and they're in there chipping away at the stone wall which is essentially just like a dam to keep all the shit juices yeah. piling up Poop behind dam. it because he's got the impacted dried out shit that should have been out of his body days ago <laughs> and then he's got the fresh shit on top of that right and then on it. top of that he's got this chemical laxative that's just Boiling. setting off explosions <laughs> inside of him <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor's in there with a fucking hammer a hammer and a screwdriver just whacking at the shit rock that's at the bottom of his asshole and then it breaks loose and just explodes everywhere fuck like he gave birth to a dead seal just blah and it comes flying out of his asshole they catch asshole. it in a bag alright we got it we got it how he much, did he, it how much weight did he lose I don't know but he said it was awful <coughs> said it was awful like they had to pry the shit out of his ass they I mean, had to break it th up those are the kind of pains the, those downstairs did pains I can't imagine people die from that uh, from yes not shitting yes it's what, what's, it, uh, what's it called uh, um, you give yourself um, imagine that What's that called? Come on, look it up. You know what I'm talking about. Dying it's from constipation. No, but there's a th there's a word. It's called like you. It's like uh, toxic, like toxic shock syndrome that women get if they leave like a tampon, tampon in too long. Yeah. If you, if you're sh if you don't shit for a certain amount of time, you you poison yourself. Mm. Yeah, it starts to leak into your organs and shit. It's something. It's something absurdly. Gr I just there was a sh uh, one of those like um uh 600 pound life or whatever those shows are. Mm -hmm. This woman wouldn't shit and she she would she kept holding and holding and holding and they're On like purpose? Yes. Why? Because she didn't want she couldn't move to shit. She oh, was so Jesus fucking big Christ. she couldn't move to shit. So the shit packed up inside yeah. of her body. And, and they were like you're going to fucking die. It's going to get in your blood. It's going to get in your uh, your other organs in your bloodstream and kill you. Isn't it like doesn't that freak you out when you watch a show like that where someone's <laughs> like a, like a uh, what are those called? Hoarders, like yeah. a hoarder, or yeah. or someone who's gaining a ton of weight, or how do you get there? Ha but you know that you could get there. Yep. You know you couldn't get there, but you know that a person could get there. Yeah. Right. Right. You now, Andrew Santino, May two thousand nineteen. You're not going to get there. No, probably not. You're fine. <laughs> but some people, some people they're get in there. a bad road and they can't turn around. They're stuck. Yeah. Yeah, and they but they compile it right because because yes. the depression feeds the oh, yeah. hunger feeds the depression. Oh feeds yeah, yeah. What, what is that? That's shit. Constipated, Constipated man, man died. nearly died after feces filled bowel burst. <gasps> Look how much shit there's there. His rectum had dilated up to eighteen centimeters inside his body and was filled with feces, according to the BMJ case wow. report. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. He's a child. Twenty-four. This isn't some eighty-year-old <sighs> man who just is like. Wow. He's autistic, right? Okay, it's chronic oh. constipation. Oh, okay. Well, great. Now we feel yeah, bad, Jamie. Now we feel bad. Thanks, Jamie. You son of a bitch, Fucking Jamie. baiting us with some shit. <clears throat> Still, look at that. Guy, guy in Melbourne. Melbourne almost died from constipation. So it's a few people every year. They had to surgically remove two liters of poop. <sighs> a Coca-Cola bottle filled with poop. Two liters. <laughs> <laughs> two liters. Think of a liter bottle of Coke and think of two of those filled with sand and filled, stuffed up your ass. Filled with shit in your ass. Filled with sand. <laughs> Leading to a lack of blood flow to the leg. Right, it, can it was pressing on his artery, bro. Oh my God. It was cho His shit was choking his leg out. 
That's what was happening. This shit was just oh chill. My and God. He was in the hospital for 23 days and it took 13 days before he could walk again. Oh, Boy. my God. Boy. No explanation has been found yet as to explain his significant fecal loading fecal and loading. constipation. Look at how they spell fecal. Yeah. F-A-E-C-A-L. Fecal. Is that because they're in Australia? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. fucking those idiots. The guy was probably banging kangaroos or something. He caught some disease. Got no Did time. You know those people Got no ate? time to poop. I'm fecal loading. Oh, banging kangaroos. Fecal. I spelled with an E. <laughs> Have you heard of that um, couple that they ate a raw rat heart? Nah. They're from Mongolia, and they got the Black Plague. What? Yeah, they that died from the Black Plague. From These fucking fucking crazy people. Rat it, a liver. That's what it was. A liver. Uh. They ate a raw rat liver, and they died of the bubonic plague. Why did they Black eat plague it? Black plague or bubonic plague? I think it's bubonic plague. Black sounds like a, yeah. It's got to be bubonic. The bubonic plague. What's the difference? Because the bubonic plague was a, a bacteria, right? Well, what's the Black Plague? That was a virus. Right? Wasn't that a virus? What are you, a doctor? Not not anymore. <laughs> I got disbarred. <laughs> Apparently you're not allowed to keep the you can't keep the fecal loading samples. When you were in college, what did you think you were gonna be? Comedian. Really? Yeah. You're like, this is a waste of time. No, it's just funny because I'll sh I, I had a, I, my my mom By the way, was like throwing shit gentlemen, away. Andrew Santino, no case on his phone. Yeah, fuck that shit. One of those gangsters. The black plague mm -hmm. was a an event during a time period in the thirteen hundreds and the bubonic plague is a thing you can get. Right. But the Black Plague, plague was what a, a, vi a viral disease that yeah, was killing yeah, yeah, people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's the bubonic plague that these folks got, and they got it from eating a raw rat's heart or liver. I think it's liver. Kid Look at this. What that's is this? Kidney. Kidney? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's in high school. Why would they eat kidneys? Is this something you wrote? Yeah, that's in high school. Oh my god. That you wanted to be a comedian. It says I wanted wow. to be. I want to be a comedian. I want to become I want a stand-up comic. And to work with comedy on television. Yeah. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. Yeah, I want to do anything. I like what I'm hearing. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. Look at I wrote below. I want you to wear a tracksuit <laughs> yeah. with no underwear. Uh-huh. And meet me at the dock. Got it. We're going to get on my yacht and you have got a it. good time. Let's go. And I got a part for you to read. Uh -huh. My script. Oh. You imagine. Yeah. Some guy takes you out. On his on his yacht, you're like, wow. So you really think my tape was good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your tape is amazing. We're gonna show but you like, the dark. I mean, what do we have? Uh, Are listening? And he, and he he brings you this script and tells you what's required of you. Yeah. And then you're out there in the middle of the water, bobbing around, <laughs> staring at this guy. And you got a couple glasses of wine. He's like, I'm gonna make you a star, but really? I need to get my dick sucked. Okay, I, I like, get it. Shit, I get it. I did write in high school anything it takes. Now, imagine being a woman and you're in that situation. You think you're going to be able to sweet talk that guy, mm -hmm. right? That's why you were flirting with him. Yep. That's why you got close to yep. him. He's, you're going to get a part. You're going to yep. play him. You're going to get a part. Next thing you know, you're on that ocean. Well, that feels creepy. That feels rapey. That is rapey. Right. When you're a dude, you feel like, fuck, that guy fucked up. Just sacrifice, man. You no, but I'm saying for the role. A, but I'm saying it's a different feeling. Totally. Right? But still dangerous. Because if the guy finds out that you're not willing and then you might be hostile. Yeah. And then he might be hostile back. Yeah. Like you're two dudes. One dude want to get his dick sucked by a dude, but you're both two dudes. 
And it's a real hair-raising situation you, for both of you. What for are you him, doing? For him, it's hair-raising, right? You tried to get this guy to suck your dick, and the guy said, I'll fucking kill you. And you're like, Jesus, now i got to f- drive this guy back in my boat. It's just me and him, <laughs> a guy who said he would kill me yeah, in a 20-foot-long little boat. Yeah, you got to sit. Well, you got to make him sit up by the bow, and you just drive quietly. What do you do? Jump in you the water. You know, that's where people kill people. Like, you know he's going to tell people. Yeah, totally. That's how he gets killed. That's, that's, that's where that kid from Iowa goes missing. Went to Hollywood for big dreams, never came back. Is out in the water? Mm-hmm. Mm. Cement shoes, my friend. Put on dun, these shoes. Dun, dun. Yeah, I guarantee that's happened. But I, I guarantee my, you a guy has tried to get a guy to suck his dick, and the guy tried to fight him, and they fought yeah. to the death. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sure it's happening now. Mm. There's got to be- Right, as we're speaking. There's got to be enough- Someone's listening to this Hollywood murder. gay guy is choking them to death. Doesn't want anyone to know. Don't go on the boat unless you really know the guy. That's Don't my message. That's my message. <laughs> How well do you know the guy? Men or women. If the guy's a producer and he takes you on the boat, don't go. Don't go on the boat. I feel like that about any... How well do you know the guy with the boat? Not that well. I'm not going on that guy's fucking boat. I was on a show once and there was a guy who was kind of a... He was a... I don't want to be mean, but he was sleazy. He yeah. just uh, Hollywood. Like How's that in, mean? In calling the, out someone for being fucking sleazy? The, he's a sleaze bag. But it's the the most stereotypical version of it. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, there was a gal who's also working on the television show, and she was young and flirtatious. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, they were on his boat for the weekend working on the script. And they came back, and we, we were like, "What? <laughs> like you really just said that?" Yeah, we were working guys, creatively. Oh, oh, guys, working creatively, just out in the middle of the water. The and, water gives me bikinis. You know, the water makes me feel a type of way. But it's like normal stuff. Like, that's what people did forever. In this business, yeah. Yeah. It used what? to be. What, Jamie? You wanted to bring this up. Because you're sort of talking about that. We never oh, talked about it. Well, oh, well, this was a different subject. I know, but yeah. But it's sort okay. of related. I'll save it. This is uh, Ed Buck. Do you know who that guy is? Wait, no. He's like this Democratic, uh, he's a, a donor. Oh, right. Like oh, we talk, donor you and I talked about party. this. Yes. Right, and there were two and dudes. Two dudes have been found dead there. Um, from drug overdoses. So they come over, and one guy said that, what did he say? That I don't know what they've said, but like they, I think what he they said- He makes them like, do drugs? Or, he, or he's taking them in while they're already super high, and he's helping them out oh, or something like that. and they like die. That, and they end up dying what? while they're there. And he's claiming died, that yeah. he's helping two that's, people? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what his- Coincidence? Story is. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe like yeah. he goes out there and finds really high people. And yeah, then takes he's saved, home. people trying to save people in the middle of the night. What, what are you cynical, bro? Yeah, dude. What do you think is happening? You want me to take a wild guess? Yeah, I bet he goes out looking for people that are real fucked up to get back to his apartment to get some fucking dick. What? Yeah. No way. And then that's not. Any, that's. And then they say, "Do you have any more drugs?" And he goes, "You bet, I got more fucking drugs." Mm. They do more drugs together, and they die. And he dies, and he stays alive. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You sure? Case closed, Your Honor. Are you a detective? I rest my fucking case. Is that the gentleman? That's Mr. Buck. Mm, okay. Well, looks like a fine man. Don't yeah, he looks like no. he doesn't do anything. anything. Look, he's got a nice gold tooth uh, shining in the back of his mouth. Like, uh, what's his name? The Wet Bandits <clears> from Home Alone. Investigators found multiple sex toys, multiple syringes, and clear plastic bags with suspected methamphetamine in a toolbox roll cabinet in the living room. <laughs> He's got a toolbox filled with syringes and sex toys. Let's go to work. <laughs> Clear plastic bags with meth. Moore has been homeless and had like worked as a meth I how it says me- bags. Clear plastic bags. Like more than Many. one. He's got bags of speed. <laughs> 
He had been homeless and had worked as an escort. Yeah. that's He was on that Gigolo show, season four. Well, he was one of the main guys. Yeah, he's the guy. I've become an okay. addicted to drugs Ed in the Buck worst Buck is thing. the one to thank. He gave me my first injection of crystal meth. Wow. I've become addicted to drugs and the worst one at that. Well, I don't know if that's true, yeah. but it's a crazy story. That the, What we do know is true is two people died over there. Yeah. That's fucking insane. He's always, uh, oh, hey, man, just... Is there? Is, there's different standards, right? Like here's a, here's the thing. Like if that guy, if he was a heterosexual guy, huh. and two women had died at his house, <laughs> prison for life. <laughs> what are the odds that they wouldn't arrest him? Zero. 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 If a if if one woman is found dead in your fucking apartment, yeah. If you go pick go to up prison. hookers and shoot them up with meth, yeah. you go to jail. You go to prison. Yeah. But if you pick up male hookers, it's like what we were talking about earlier. Yep. If it's a guy, like ah, you're mm-hmm. a Russian model. You came you over here, it, it didn't out. work, bro. Fuck the old ladies. <laughs> Come on. Like that's it's you know? true. Like these guys, two guys are dead, dead, and everybody's like, hey, you know. That's the fucking game they're playing. They OD. They're playing that shoot the meth game. Once you shoot, it's on you. He's only killed two guys. What the fuck? That's kind of like the the what is it the uh, the the staircase? You know that documentary where like two of his wives died falling downstairs? Oh yeah, that's people right. are like, what? You still don't fucking know? You, you yeah. think two women coincidentally? Imagine if they did. They're your favorite people ever, and they just kept falling. Impo- it literally impossible. What if you're a rock climber? There, it was in his kitchen. <laughs> in his fucking kitchen. Didn't he try to say like an owl did it? What's his response? An oh, owl? Some crazy, he said, dude, some crazy dude, thing. Dude, he, so, you know, he had such a fucking owl. He had such a demon eyes. He said a flew bird flew, flew in and scared her yeah. and flew out of the home. Because there was no fucking bird, by the way. Mm. But he said a bird flew in, scared her, and she fell down the stairs. Backwards, by the way. Backwards. You know how hard it is to fall back down the stairs? Backwards when, you, when you're already at the top of a stair. Nobody falls backwards when they're walking upstairs. You got to get kicked. Sparta style. Someone has to hit you down the... Fu- That's exactly the... That's what it is. The lawyer was like, somebody pushed you down the stairs. That's yeah. the only way that happens. Sparta. Sparta? Yeah. Fuck you, you Imagine if they did an autopsy and they see the footprint. Right in the middle chest. of her chest? Well, they said the blood splatter was like so obviously consistent with someone that was like thrown Forced. downstairs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, the owl got her, bro. And these owls are doing that. That is a thing that happens often. Fly into your home. Cunts. They fuck shit up. They're, They're not good guests. They're not nice people. Little assholes. Yeah, they really are. Truly not nice birds. They're such a cool animal. Yeah, and they are. What it's they're a weird animal that we like think of them as these wise old creatures like we 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 have like an anthropomorphic version of an owl yeah that's really smart like an owl is like hmm well yeah like let's the, the, read our the, books um, and find out what's going on the in tootsie the pop owl you know yeah how many licks does it take that was like he, he wore glasses <laughs> Two, yeah, yeah. But that must be what it is but the wise old owl is like an adage right yeah why is it though i don't know man because they're fucking ruthless Ooh. what they are is just cunts that sw- swoop down and kill rabbits they right. fuck rabbits up man their wingspans are fucking incredible. When you see them take off, take flight, and come snag something, it's it's wild to I see. I was driving home once, and one was flying over my head, and I guess it didn't like how low it was as to where my car was you know, on the road. Like it had picked a path, probably not in its head understanding that cars go this down this road. Right. It was flying, right? Right. And the car was just too close, so it just dropped the rabbit. 
parked and and went to get it later. Oh, and uh, I pulled over because I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Because it was big, like whatever it dropped was a fairly large creature. And uh, I went over and this rabbit that was just gutted because the first thing they eat is the guts. Right. So they just torn the guts out of this rabbit. They and pick it like, apart Whoa. and then they take the rest home with them. They swoop down. Have you ever seen a, uh, an owl's claws? Yeah. They're, they're fucking nasty. Yeah, they're man. huge, giant ass claws. The the coolest video. Look at that thing. Look at the claws in that They're fucker. badass, dude. Oh, my God. It's a, a, an amazing, the, the amazing first one, predator. The first picture looks like him saying, don't take a picture. And then the second one, he's like, you, why did you take the fucking... I told you why not I to take the bitch. picture. Yeah. It it is. It's like mad at you. And she's <laughs> picking it up. Look at the eyes in that thing, man. I mean, it has a, a demonic face. That's Be- like... Beautiful predator, man. It's an incredible animal. Um, but Look at that one. There's an amazing video online of one Fuck killing you. a hawk. It kills a hawk in its in its nest. It swoops down in the night. They got a trail camera photo. Yeah. They had these this these hawks that were in this nest, and these uh, wildlife biologists were filming it. And this this eagle this uh, owl comes in and watch this and just snatches the hawk right from the nest. Watch this. Here it comes in the distance. You'll see its little eyes any second now. It's crazy shit, dude. Watch it's it. It's a little come. baby hawk, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little baby. Look at that. Watch this motherfucker come in. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, Look at this. shit. Bitch. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck. That's a wrap, son. Just Bye. snatched it. Look at the mom. It's like, what, ha- what happened? I don't even know if that's the mom. That might also be another baby. It's pretty big, though. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard Damn. to tell because we don't have a perspective. But look at this. Look how it snatches it. Bang. Just two hands. Look at all the feathers that fly off. Two hands. God damn. Grabbing a hold. I don't know why that freaks me out so much now. That freaks me the fuck out. (laughs) Bird on bird violence is weird. It's crazy, dude. (laughs) It is. Bird lives matter, man. But it's bird on bird violence is strange. It is. It's almost like a cannibalism. It it happens so often. Yeah, why? Birds jack birds because they don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. They don't give a fuck. But do you think that's a last resort kind of? They don't really want to eat other birds, right? Bro, everybody eats birds. The next picture. Even birds. That's a bird swallowing swallowing a a chick. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it bucking in its its throat. Uh, Fuck. What a twat. Duck. Look. That's a fucking whole duck. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that thing. That is huge. Well, that's a chick. It's not a fully grown duck. But but it's It's big. It's big enough that it's crazy that that thing swallows it. You know, one of the really fucked up ones that I saw recently? (laughs) I saw a toad (laughs) eat a rat. Or a mouse. A the, toad I want to see that ate shit. a mouse. Yeah. It's either a frog or a toad. I don't know what it was, but a big ass green frog looking type creature <laughs> swallowed a mouse whole. Watch this. This is it. Yeah. This is crazy, dude. Oh, this is not it. This is not it. Because this one's hidden. There's one that's not hidden. There's one where you could see it like in like a little glass container. Damn, I wish I, should, I could find it. Um, because it's a really good one. It's from like a, a a top down view. That's pretty good. Watch this. I didn't think that frogs ate mice, man. I used to think that frogs were like, oh, you know, they just get bugs, bugs out of the air. Watch, he's just waiting. Not yet. Not yet. I want to make sure I get him. Make sure I get him. Sniff around. Get oh yeah, you playing in my playing in my baby little, uh, move. Mm-hmm. Little baby oh. move. I'm on you. And, and as soon as I decide, and... you're lined up. <laughs> Fuck you. Look at that. Nope. Head first. Nope. Just look at it stuffing it in there with his greedy little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about what a per- look at the mouse is trying to get out. The mouse is trying to get out. 
And because they don't have teeth, right? So they just got to swallow that thing. It's trying to get out. Its head is out, man. Look, it's eating it asshole first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The mouse is like, let me just, let me, excuse me. But I'm I guess that makes sense. Eat the butthole first because that's the worst taste. So eat the butthole first. Get the bad taste out of the mouth. how they're thinking. Nah. That's just where it was. Yeah. I think it would have eaten it head first too. But look at it. It's just blinking, slowly swallowing the mouse. Imagine you being able to eat a dog. That's what that's like. Yeah, that, yeah. The size difference, that's like you eating a German Picking shepherd. Picking up a German shepherd. Just stuffing it in your face. Dislocating my jaw, putting it in. How big is a frog's mouth? That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's like a, when you see those things that can dislocate their jaws, I think that's incredible. Animals that can fucking unhinge their jaw. Uh, snakes that snakes eat deer do that shit. shit. Yeah. These but are found again. Sharks? Yeah, they found them in California again off the what? coast. After they haven't been here for 30 years. They just Whoa. started showing up again off San Francisco Whoa. or Ventura or whatever. What, what the fuck are those? They, they swim through like little schools, schools of, of fish, fish and they just swallow. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a basking shark. Giant mouth. Yeah, wild looking thing. Just like a funnel for the ocean. How many bottle caps do those things swallow? Yeah, you want to talk about, <laughs> you want to talk about plastic straws. Oh they get 30 feet long. Imagine what kind of Fuck. shit impacted like six pack tops yeah. are in Dude. their assholes. So many Coming old cans of, of colon, Miller Lite. Blood streaming out of their asshole when they shit. Those things got to. Those things got to be able to handle anything. Yeah. After all these years, they've swallowed so much bullshit. Yeah, boots and fucking yeah. license plates, old and shit. boat, old yeah. boat parts, F- bones. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. Yeah, creepy it's shit from the bottom of the fucking sperm ocean. Sperm whale found dead with thirteen pounds of plastic in its stomach. Holy shit, man! Thirteen pounds. We're so gross. Wow. So there was a, a guy named... Look at that. Do you see that? What is this? Flip name? flops and 115 drinking cups. They can't say red solo cups, but that's what that is. <laughs> People out there partying. Partying, out there dude. on that boat. And them sperm whales. Wow. <laughs> Damn. That's fucked up, man. Flip flops. I've probably had one of those flip flops. I've lost so many pairs. I'm, one of mine is in a sperm whale. Oh. So the, did you see the video of that beluga whale returning the girl's cell phone? What? what? You did? Okay. Yeah, it's fucking... Cr- it, if they set this up, it would have been an amazing setup, but... I'll show you the video. It's Whoa. Returning a girl's cell. Here you go. Well, the whale understands objects are important to you? And those iPhones are expensive. And, and nothing, you know how far want? it got dropped down in the water, but here, I'll pull it up here. It's, it's going all over Instagram and Twitter. You can easily find the video. Is that real? I mean, it's coming from the depths of the water. So, like, I don't know how the fuck you could make oh, this and fake it. Oh, my fucking God. Holding on to her phone, and it brings it up. Like, I don't know how you would fake that. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Well, you, it, they don't look like trainers. It doesn't look like it's in like a, you know what no, I mean? Like it looks like it's in the water. And what? it says it, it's the one that was captured last week. I don't know if that part the is The same true. one? That's the part I think is fake about it. But Oh, how do they know? How would they know it's the same one? So they're the ones that have it, I think. That's that's how I initially saw the story, mm. and I don't wow. I don't believe that part. Well, they're so ta- much, they're tagged and tracked. Yeah. Remember right? the white whale the white whale that we posted about last week? Well, it stuck around. He's been staying at Hammerfest, and then for well, maybe it's a different one. That yeah. maybe it's a, a whale that they saw, yeah. not the one that was yeah, captured with the, the, the harness. Yeah. I think that's oh, what's wrong. They're just to, well. What did they post about last week? Go to go to their. That's uh, the one. This is where that story came from in Norway. Oh, yeah, that's the part where I was like, so it is it the could, same story. Yeah, it could. So that's maybe like, that wow, thing. It's yeah, crazy. it's trained. Yeah, it's a trained whale. Yeah, yeah. maybe it wanted food, man. Yeah, I was thought I was gonna Hook get it something. Up with fish, bitch. Isn't that so get funny? Get back out there. Here's your phone. And she, they're like, thank you. And he's like, no, bitch. Food. Fucking feed yeah, me. Just like the monkeys, man. <laughs> give up. Give up the food, you bitch. I come gave steal from you. I'm stealing. Wh- oh, that was the other thing, man. We got margaritas and we left like a pitcher of margaritas <laughs> out and they dumped the pitcher over and drank the margaritas. Hell yeah. They like to party. So the, the monkeys were probably partying on our porch. Mm-hmm. 
Don't leave margaritas out, dude. They're going to fucking say, that's I rookie move. they get hammered. They get wasted. They must get so hammered. Like Fuck a yeah. pitcher of margaritas. I don't know how much they lapped up after it spilled, right. but I imagine they probably just drank every drop. There was yeah. nothing left. They yeah. knocked over the pitcher. And some of it must have stayed in the pitcher, and they're like, this is what we want. And they started drinking it. And they knock on your door like, you have salt? You guys Whoa. didn't leave any fucking salt out. Look at that. He's drinking. Yeah, he's boozed out. They drink booze. This is crazy. Drunk monkeys. Coca-Cola. Oh they love Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Sugar. He doesn't know how to drink those. Stupid Anything with fuck. sugar. They love sugar shit. Stupid fuck. Oh, he's hammered. Look at him. Oh, they're, oh, they're drunk. Oh, my God. There's videos of drunk monkeys. They're fucked up. Look at them. They can't even wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> they just fall down. That's hilarious. Oh, the people who spill it off of drinks and they're licking it off cha- tables. If I had a monkey, I'd get him drunk every day. <laughs> me and that monkey would just party. If if everything goes totally south with me, you're going to find me on Key West living like those psycho white people, <laughs> just drinking with monkeys. You're going to be McAfee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be the next Mac. Just like that. But I'll stay girls, in America. Make girls poop in your mouth. I, think, you. I don't think he does that, bro. And you should stop saying that. He did. Key West is, uh, Key West, <laughs> Key West is the furthest you can get and still be in America. Is it really? Other than Alaska. Some the most ridiculous thing to call out America. Yeah, it's it's not. like not even connected to Florida. No, and those people that live down there, they might as well be expats living on an island somewhere. That's what it is. There's right? a hurricane there every 13 days. They, they just get wiped out. <laughs> the southernmost point. Yeah, southernmost point. Yeah, but it's not just that. They're, they're the keys. They're islands. Yeah, the like keys. you have to drive over land. Like they're not really America. No, it's its own little thing. It's like Puerto Rico. Well, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. How do we own Guam? Yeah, how? What's that? That's what is that way to over us? there. Yeah. That's way away from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever to get there. How do we get That's there? That's fucking far. Hawaii's five hours by jet. Jet. Yeah. <laughs> over and just like, oh, water. No, 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 no. This is America. It's ours, this baby. This is America. I like, plot that, of land. I like that we protect Hawaii, but I think Hawaii is its own fucking thing. Well, we it should is. let those people run their own country, and you know what would happen immediately? Mushrooms would be legal. It would be the place to party. They voted this week. A bunch of places voted. Denver tried. Yeah, Denver didn't make it, though. 47%, I think, said yes. Those old ranchers. Those old ranchers came out of the mountains. Old farmers. Vote. Actually, dude, on the way here, I saw I saw hilarious on the bed of a tr- on the back of a truck window had a big thing that says what's going on and it said it had a pot leaf and it said legal and then it had a hose watering a lawn and it said illegal what's going on oh my god look into it that's what he's saying dude yeah, what's going he's a dumbass. on it's called a drought you fuck what's and the drought went away on? you can grow pot yeah, but i can't water, water my lawn we're conserving water you fuckhead fuck you pot pothead. plants fuck you, you can pothead eat hey easy did you hear about the guy in Florida that got arrested because he would not take I eat ass off the back, the back of his window? Of his we were yeah. talking about that. I eat ass. Yeah, I, eat, I ass. eat ass. It said on the back of his window, he said it is his First Amendment right to let everyone know that he eats ass. It is. Yeah. But that's a funny thing. Imagine if that's your boy. You have his little baby. It's sucking on your nipple. You're like, my cute little boy. He's adorable. He's oh, my little Billy wants to play baseball, but he doesn't like getting up early and he misses a lot of practice. He got cut from the team and now he's kind of depressed <laughs> and he just plays Madden all day. And you know, one day, Billy's got a pickup truck and Billy's pickup truck says, I eat ass. That's right, Mom. And you come home and he's still living at your house because he's a <laughs> fucking loser. And you come home and you see little Billy with his I eat ass. And do you really need to have that? On your truck in yeah. my driveway. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, Ma. That's how I get my ass to eat. A lot of guys <laughs> don't eat ass, but I do, so I let everybody know. I eat ass. I do, I do, I do. I, and the dad is like, I still support him and I love him very much. I also eat ass. Imagine if you're you got it from with me. your mom and you're driving on the highway and you're stuck in bumper to bumper traffic with I eat ass in front, in front of you for an hour. We'd laugh. My mom would laugh. 
my mom would get mad at me for staying in the same lane. She'd go, just change, Joe, she just go, change. Why, you're in this lane because you think it's funny that I have to look at I eat ass. <laughs> I didn't say that, Mom. I did not say that. It is funny, though. You think it's funny. It is very funny. You think it's funny. Here's my story about that guy. I know you think it was, uh, I think it was more positive than that. Mm. I think he wanted to let people know that he eats ass yeah. because he's got this, ma- he's got, a, I don't know if you know him, but we know him, I know him very well. Jamie and I know him very well. But he's got this, half of his tongue was bit off by a dog when he was young. So he knows how to eat ass? So he knows how to eat he's ass. He's got like a rough yeah, he's got a bump tough, at the end of yep, it? Little, uh, 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 yeah, he knows how to flick it around. Move. He's good at eating ass. But I think people for years were like, you can't eat ass anymore, Mike. And he was like, fuck you guys, man. What are you trying to say, Jamie? Another Florida man story, eating ass. Man arrested after caught eating ass inside Toys R Us store. That's why they closed wow. down. That's, that's a, why they're not in business. That's a bold move. Little kids in there. Oh, I know what I saw. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> it's a thing. The game is there's a monkey on the cover and he's got a hammer. He's trying to whack the moles. And <gasps> this guy's eating this girl's poop. <laughs> this guy's eating girl's poop. <laughs> Mommy. Imagine, can you imagine if you saw a dude eating an asshole? Underwear ah, ah, in the middle of Toys R Us. You're walking around with your kid going, Show what should we get? What should we get? A wiffle ball bat? You want to play wiffle ball? Yeah. Yeah, wiffle ball will be fun. Yeah. And you turn a corner. And the girl turns, she goes, Get out of here. I fell down a rabbit hole with this one. With ass eating? Yeah. Man, man who ripped, ripped out girlfriend's intestines for yelling her husband's name during sex gets life in prison. Well, makes perfect sense. What? Man who ripped out his girlfriend's intestines for yelling. At that point, I get mad. Fidel Lopez told investigators, I get really, really mad. He, she, he ripped out her intestine for yelling out her husband's name. Boy, that's a complicated story. Also in Florida. Oh, no shit. She called me the name of the other fucking guy he told investigators after the September 2015 murder. And she said it twice. She was wrong, and she was confusing me with him. At that point, I get mad. I get really, really mad. Oh, Jesus Christ. As the 31-year-old lay stricken, he shoved objects into Miss Nemeth's vagina and anus, including a beer bottle, a hair iron, even his fist and arm. Jesus This is not... This guy's a psycho. This is not something I needed to see. What a piece of shit. Jamie. Jesus, Jamie. Why are you reading about this? Is something wrong with you? Where do you find that stuff, Jamie? Why do you go looking for it? Is it on your saved bookmark pages? What does Google try to sell you? This is the images of I Eat Ass Florida Man, and I just started scrolling down. Okay, we go to Jamie's Google ads, and it's all duct tape and crowbars and shit. A lot of rope. What's up with all this rope? What's up with all the hand saws? What's going on, man? This is how you know that even when you clear your search engine, it doesn't matter because I clear my shit sometimes. And and even if I when I go back to Pornhub, it still knows my suggested shit. So creepy. Mm -hmm. Look into it. Mm -hmm. Time to look into it. Time to look into the porn. That's where they're where people are making money. It's from cookies. And like yeah. using your information and your data and finding out what you're interested in, selling it to advertisers. It's all Ugh. very, very sordid stuff. The Zuckerberg has got us, dude. Yeah, there was Zuckerberg does. I, I mean, it's just there's a lot of it's. It's weird that that sort of escaped the imagination of people that were like looking towards the future. Like they didn't think that data would be so valuable. Yeah, nobody really, th- nobody really saw that twenty years ago. No, when the internet was first coming alive, like nobody ever thought they'd be able to like check your searches. Like when they figured out how to make a search engine and then tied it into what you're searching for and selling that to advertisers. God, it's genius, but it's it's crazy that they can make so much money. 
It's like you were talking about, well, it's not yeah. right that you can make so much money telling jokes. Yeah. Well, it's really not right, <laughs> right that you make so much money providing a search engine. Off of the materials that you've searched, which you're supposedly, you're protected by, right? You're supposed right. to think that your searches are protected. But on one hand, right, like it's cool because you get all this data, you get this information, but you know, you could literally find out any answer to any question. We do it all the time. Yeah. But then the other part, it's like, well, what am I giving up? You get to, now they know what you like, what kind of, what things you're thinking about buying, what or what cars you're interested, you're interested in, in yeah. what movies you like. They know that. So they start selling you that. You're like, oh. I guess I want them to sell it to me. That is what I like. Kind of. Yeah, that is a nice car. Wow, look at that. (laughs) Hey, that movie does look good. You know, and then you're like, oh, my Google's really working out well for me. You want to become autonomous with the machine? It's just a big net, just casting out and just like if they put a chip in you, are you cool with the chip? (sighs) I've got one already. You got the chip, dog? Yeah. yeah. Which which version, though? Um, 2.6? I don't know. I don't ask questions. Yeah, don't. Why would you? Chip me up. Chip me up, dog. Um, you got to go to Langley, Virginia. You go to where they kept Hannibal Lecter. That's how they chip you, chip you out there. And Langley, you got to go to the FBI. They have to know you're okay. I'll get you're chipped. Cool. I would you get know chipped. You're cool. Chip me, dude. I'll chip. Chip me the fuck up. What would it take for you to uh, get chipped? Like for real? If there was a chip and it, it provided your GPS tracking everywhere you go, but you could read people's minds, so the government knew where mm. you were all the time. They do, but. Everybody else that had a chip in it, you could read their mind. Like you could see their intentions. You could you could find out if they're upset. You could find out if they're rational or irrational. Maybe you could even show them the error of their ways with mm. your thoughts. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to know people's head. Well, they already know where you're at, man. They got your fucking phone. No, no, they can have that. I don't want to know what's going on. Like Jamie's head. Look you don't want to know. Jamie's no. fine. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what he's thinking about right now? Huh. Food. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three twenty. Bringing up the movie upgrade almost. Oh, yeah, that is like yeah, what just, it was like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember why he got it, but. Um, he was cu- he was shot in a, well, spoiler alert, he was sh- shot in like a, a robbery by armed gang members. They shot him and paralyzed him, and then this guy brought him back to life mm-hmm. with this chip in his spine that regenerated his spinal tissue and gave him superpowers and he knew kung fu and all kinds of other shit. Chip me, dude. Yeah. Jamie. Oh, that's from John Carpenter's thing. Jamie, get out of here with Jamie. this. Jamie. Stop with it. You're distracting the shit out of me today. <laughs> What's going on with you? Ch- I say I say, chip me out. Chip me the fuck up. What about you, Jamie? Would you get distracted? If you had a chip inside of you, would you think about it all the time? Yeah, the neural link scares the shit out of me. That's basically the same thing. Right, if you're wearing it. Yeah. Are you? But do you think you just, it, like that mm-hmm. would become like you would think about that chip all the time? No. No, no, you probably you'd definitely forget about it. You forget about Unless just just like you forget you, about yeah. anything else that you have, and that you you forget about this thing that this tracking device. On yeah, a con- but as long as you could pick it up and put it down, like you feel like you're not really connected to it, yep. even though you absolutely are. Yeah, you are. But if you had something inside you, you'd be like, "Ooh, boy, I went, them, I really went for it. I got the chip." Are you talking to it? Yeah, like See, the guy I would want to talk to it. The like upgrade her. movie, yeah. 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 It was turn, on, yeah. turn on my car. Get directions to yeah, Joe's. You can't forget about it then. It's close to it, man. Yeah, but I, then you just then it becomes one with you. It's not like you're thinking about it. You're just acting. If you woke you up in the middle of the night, you'd be pissed. Why would it wake me up? You know what uh, I've been I using? I told it not to. You know what I've been doing with uh, Siri lately? That uh, dumb bitch? Don't use it. I tell her what to do. Um, I'm, I make her make uh, uh, notes for me. Uh, so I go, hey, Siri, make a note. And what would you like to say? Yeah. Exactly. Right there. Whose phone was that? Mine or yours? Yours. See that? Okay. I created a note. You just created a note. Okay. She's she's listening to you, dude. Hey, here we go. Hey, Siri, make a note. What do you want it to say? 
Andrew Santino is the last of the great gingers. Okay, I created a note. Andrew Santino was the last of the great gingers. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. That's pretty beautiful. I, yeah, she's pretty good. She changed was to is. Did you say is? Mm. She did that, fuck. see? But it's good enough for me. If I have ideas, if I'm driving around and I have ideas, yeah. I just tell Siri to do my dirty work for me. It's yeah. the best. Like I don't, it's like it's made me capture so many more ideas that I would never be able to capture because I'm driving. This is funny. I thought this in the shower the other day. I spend an inordinate amount of time thinking in the shower. I really enjoy thinking in the shower because it's really quiet. And I'll sit there and I'll think and sometimes I'll get a great idea. And in the time it takes me to get out of the fucking shower. You forget it. I've washed it away. Fuck. I want, a, I want a, uh, Noteboard? Like a, no, like a... Noteboard? Yeah, a waterproof noteboard in the shower mm. so I can write you shit down. You can get one of those. Do they make those? Yeah, but your wife would get annoyed at you. I have the home sweet home sign, and you have a fucking thing over it so you can write your stupid, oh, dick in mom's pussy is hilarious. No, it's not. And I'll go, you know what, babe? I bought this fucking shower. Why is that a joke? Get outside. Dick in mom's pussy is hilarious. What's wrong with you? Get in the garage where you belong. You're smoking pot with Theo Vaughn. (laughs) Theo Vaughn says he doesn't smoke pot. I don't believe him. You guys are smoking pot. <laughs> Anybody who talks like that with all those weird hey mans and gang and yeah. gang. What is his who is his gang anyway? Tell what? him to fix his haircut. <laughs> Girls get mad at you about the way your friends dress. Tell him to stop dressing like that. Or the way I'm your friends the way your friends that. act. That's yeah. what it, yeah. Why does he do that? Why does yeah. he think that's funny to throw why stuff? Why does he do that? God. Well, because he's funny. It's fun it's fun when he does that. I don't like it. I don't like it. So well, Good thing you and I aren't the same person. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I can replace you. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. mean threat. You shouldn't mm-hmm. say that to people. Mm-hmm. They feel mm-hmm. like you might. You might replace me. <laughs> Are we all replaceable in every way? Literally? Mm-hmm. We're all replaceable. I had Lex Friedman on yesterday from MIT. He's a, a uh, autonomous vehicle expert and uh, artificial intelligence expert. Creepy. Interesting stuff, but one of the things that he was talking about was like the movie Her, and that his ultimate goal is to create something that provides companionship to people. I'm like, dude. So immediately I think, can you fuck it? And then I think if it's a guy and provides, uh, if you want a gay boyfriend, sure, can you make it be gay for you? Yeah. And that was like the big question. Like if it is so smart that it's like literally like a companion, what if it's not gay? And he was saying we have to face the fact that robots are going to leave us. Like ro- we're going to make robots that leave us. What the fuck's the point in making a robot unless it leaves you? What the fuck? And then there was an article about uh, PETA that was mad at the folks that work at Boston Dynamics because Boston Dynamics they make all these crazy robots and they have incredible balance and they can go running down hills and shit and do right. backflips. So these engineers were kicking these robots to try to, oh, to and they demonstrate. Oh, thought it was a real dog. Well, the dem- no, they didn't think it was a real dog. They were demonstrating <laughs> that it. You know, it can react to pressure and it has balance. Sure. So PETA got mad and said they didn't think it was cool that you kicked robots. They were really talking about, I don't know why anybody would want to do that. To Because you have to find out if you can <laughs> kick them. The only way to find out if your fucking engineering works is you kick, kick them. It. it doesn't have feelings, you fuck. But it does, Joe. That's where but you're making a mistake. the type of person that you have to be to say, I just don't think... Why any reasonable person would want to kick that robot? Because you got to find out if you can kick a fucking robot. How about this? How about I'll, I'll pad that robot up and kick the fucking shit out of it for a workout? Yeah. Like, I would like a robot that I could kick. That'd be dope. I would like a robot that I could kickbox with. Hold pads and move, yeah. No, I want to hit it. Oh, you want to hit it? Yes. Yeah, all right. I would like, fuck pads. I want to be able to tee off on a robot, man. If you have a robot. Does it fight back, though? 
it look, what if it moves at like 30 or 40 percent? That's all I want. I want it to be a little dangerous, but I want to be able to get my shots off. But how do you know it's not going to fucking kill you? I don't. See? That's and it a, probably that, could. That's what's right? going to happen. it's not going to hurt it. No, it's going to hurt it, you. You know when I would know? When I throw a leg kick and it checks it. And it, I hurt my shin. I'm like, oh no. And you hear it go, like, it goes <laughs> shin to shin mm-hmm. on me. And then it starts lifting up its front leg and pressing forward. I'm like, oh my God, my robot's going to fuck me up. I fucked up. I got it mad. It stomps on your fucking yeah. head. You would have to get something, a robot that's made out of like heavy bag material on the outside. And then the inside would just be some sort of a wire framework that mo- moves fairly crudely. How do you stop it? This is the thing. You're creating a world where we're going to get killed by robots. How do you stop it? That's the real question. The real question is what happens when they get so smart and so powerful that they're tired of our nonsense. And this is gonna happen. what Lex and I were discussing. And he was talking about all the beauty in being a person and the meaning and the meaning that we have being a person. And I was agreeing with him. I mean, I love people. I think that's one of the things that's interesting about us is how much we appreciate the things that we, we all do. We right. appreciate other people's art and inspiration. And even we appreciate the way people look. We, lo- we appreciate that. Yeah. There's something about the robots don't give a fuck about all that. The, my worry is that we could turn something on that you could never turn back. If they become sentient, if they have the ability to do whatever they want, whenever they want to, and they look at us when these sperm whales with 150 flip-flops in their butt... <laughs> They're going to go, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, we got to fix What you. are they doing? Like, look how gross they are. They, they eat all the fish and they throw their plastic in the water. And whales are eating their plastic and dying. Yeah. And they would look at all the stuff we do and then we go, why? It'd kill us. Why? Yeah, we don't why need you keep guys. keep you around? You guys and are we worthless. But we're so egotistical and so egocentric that we can't imagine a world with meaning without us. Right. Because we are everything. But even though we're finite, even though we only exist for a certain amount of time, we'll leave behind a legacy that other people are going to enjoy. It doesn't matter if they're going to die too, though, does it? But it does matter. It matters while you're alive. Okay, got it. The universe doesn't give a fuck about all that. No. And all these crazy robots that take over. Imagine if we got to a planet one day. Like imagine if we traveled the universe and we managed to avoid creating some sort of artificial intelligence because we got hit with a solar flare that killed the fucking power grid or something like that. Right. And when then we got wiser as a civilization and then we got to a place where we could travel and we traveled to another planet and we got there and there was robots, just robots. No humans. No humans. And they were just running around aimlessly because <laughs> they'd killed off all the biological life and they're just sitting there operating on the sun with nothing to do and no purpose and no reason to exist. And like, what happened? Yeah. These crazy monkeys that lived on this planet, they decided to, for an experiment, make an artificial intelligence and just let it go run amok. And what it did was eat everything. It lived off biological material till there was nothing left. And then it just sat there in the sun and waited for someone to arrive. No, that could never happen. Of course it could. <laughs> of course odd. it could. That's happening. Of course I'm thinking could. too deeply about where I'm going to be when that happens. Those Boston Dynamic robots are going to have little pinchers on each arm, just grabbing everything in front of them and stuffing them in their big giant mouth. Cha, cha, what about the cha. What about the robots that turned themselves back on? Didn't that happen? Where was that? Right? Mm. They had to shut a robot down in Korea because it turned dun, itself dun, back dun, on dun. after it was shut off. That's what's happening. That's what's going to happen. The The robots are going to start going. Uh, I want to be on right now. I don't like being off. Wasn't that something that they were doing with Google artificial... What is People this, Jamie? Yeah. People in New Study struggle to turn off a robot when it begged them not to. Oh, See, it begged them not to. Creepy. I somehow felt sorry for him. Whoa! Please don't turn me off, Joe. That, dude, that... I'm telling you, when that Joe. becomes a real woman, like ex machina, yep. and you're in love with her, and yep. she tells you to kill your boss... Yep. 
I want to be with you, Andrew. You but don't you, need to go to work. Jamie, work is for fools. Jamie won't let us leave. <laughs> Jamie doesn't think I'm a real woman, but I know you do. What if like we got to that hap- that we were on the way to that happening and we made a deal with them to leave us alone and we got to go to North Sentinel Island to exist uncontacted Jesus. from them? <laughs> what would you rather, be eaten by a robot or live like a savage? Live like a savage. Oh my God, any day of the week. Let me live off the grid forever like as, that. As long as you're in a resource-rich place... Which I bet they it must wouldn't be. be that bad. They've yeah. lived there for a long they time. Were, it's the size of Manhattan. There's only 39 of them, though. That ain't good. Yeah, but that's also because how can they repopulate? They're fucking each other. That's what I'm saying. So how you can only repopulate so much. You can only continue to repopulate within your own. Right. What kind of gene pool are they drawn from? There's only 39 of them. They have to be fucking relatives. They're all relatives. There's they no way they've got a. Uh, there's no way they have a map on the island of people that they're like. You can't fuck her. Remember, just keep that in mind. They're like, well, there's only. It's only, only 17 choices, them. yeah. It's only 39 of and them And I bet left. you they're... I wonder if it's how many... If it's male versus female, what it is. Mm, what I bet it's, it's more dominant male. 80% men. Yeah, fighting for 15 girls. Or butt-fucking. Yeah, they butt-fuck for fun, but then they gotta get to the girls to get pregnant. There's only 39 of them because they're all gay. And, like, they go... <laughs> it's gay it's time. It's time to make a baby. They're like, no. I don't want to hate girls. Hate they're girls. Gross. gross. And they run up to the treetops and start banging each other. Looking at the girls? Yeah. The girls get really mad because they want a baby. <laughs> Surrounded by all Please. these gays. <laughs> Damn it. Set the, the, sad, the story of Sentinel Island. Damn it. Uh, yeah, they must be the same. They're all cousins. They're all fucking sisters. What, what if you had cousins. to live in the jungle? What if you had to live in the jungle? You, you'd live in the jungle like uh, like in the Amazon? Like one of those I'd rather live in the desert people? than in the jungle. Really? Yeah. Not me. I live in the desert. 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 What are you going to do? Make a house out of sand? What the mm-hmm. fuck are you going to do there? Mm-hmm. You're going to die out there, I'm gonna bro. I'm going to die. In, uh, well, you'd be in a mountain. First of all, you can make a house in a mountain. Mountain? Mm-hmm. What? Carve what, it out. When was the last time you were at a desert? They don't have mountains. They got mountains in the motherfucking desert? Not usually. Los Angeles was a desert. These are mountains all over the place. No. You go yeah. to the mountains, it's not desert. There are the mountains Angeles in the desert. Los Angeles has varied terrain. It's Arizona. Not a desert. Desert. Mountains. Yeah. They do have some mountains. Yep. But they have desert and then they have mountains. There's no desert mountains. Sure there is. No, once you get up in the mountain, there's trees and shit. No, not in Arizona. There's That's not. true. Some of them are rocky, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's the really coolest? When you go from like San Diego and you drive through that area, like into Arizona. Yeah. And you find, you see all those crazy rock formations and shit. It's fucking beautiful out there, man. If you really stop and think about all the different types of environment that exist here in America, where you go to Yellowstone and see all that crazy shit, and then you go to Miami and the yeah. Keys and see all that crazy shit, you could be up in Maine and see the frozen north and when I was, uh, Michigan and Idaho. and On the train down to San Diego. Come, when we were going down there, I was on the train and I had my headphones. Like a gentleman, in this like guy. a gentleman I like explorer, a, like a like a like a like like a guy who likes to fucking relax and not be in traffic. I was sitting in the train and some guy next to me was going talking to some young kid. And some young kid was like, "I want to go to Europe. I think Europe is awesome. It's better than America." It's some older guy. He was like, "This country has more to offer than you could ever fucking dream." And he was like, "What do you what are you talking What are you talking about?" And he's like, "You can see the beauty of the mountains. You can see the beauty of Alaska. You can see." The, and he was explaining all this stuff about. Like, he's like, "I've never left the United States, and I've traveled to almost every state, and every state gets better." I was like, oh, he, "Shut up, punk!" Yeah, shut up, you little punk bitch, you little pussy. He was pushing around that same agenda, though. That he was, he, but it is true. The more I travel, the more I'm like, "Oh, this place is fucking gorgeous." I would have never thought to come here if it weren't for comedy. I get to go to, we get to go to places where I'm like, I would have never traveled here. There was no reason for me to go to Virginia, 
outside of for doing stand-up. I was never going to vacation there. I was That's never, true. That's a good point. Yeah. I was right? never like going to... How often, unless you're traveling for work, how often are you travel in these kind of cities? Just just check them out. Yeah. Who does that, right? Maine? Maine was fucking beautiful. I had no idea Maine was that nice. Maine has like eight people living in it. Yeah. I was nine when I showed up. <laughs> I got a couple kids there, too. There's spots in Maine where you just drive and all you see is woods for like an hour. It's fucking beautiful, though. When you see that kind of like land, uh, like little towns that still just haven't been... Like butt fucked by pop culture influences, oh, well, still are their own all thing. All the way up to Bangor, where Stephen King lives, I think he's what they call a snowbird now. Like he lives in Florida, and then in the summertime he lives in Maine. That's like my nightmare, man. But he he lives in a house in the middle of Bangor, and like you could drive to his gate. Like his his gate is there, and everybody knows it's his house because it's this big ass house. I bet it says SK on the fucking gate. Well, it has the the wrought iron gates have like gargoyles on them and shit. Sure, it's so it's like yeah. everyone knows it's right. his house. Stephen King shit. But he gets like weirdos showing up and banging on his door and stuff, <laughs> trying to give yeah, him scripts. That's his house. Wow. Yeah, it's a dope old house. But I mean, he lives right doesn't fucking it, there. Doesn't it look like Stephen King lives there? Look at his look at the the winged creatures on his. Uh, what is that? It's the gargoyle, right? Yeah. yeah. Look how cool they look. <laughs> Fuck, that looks. That's wild. He had that made. I mean, it's so obvious that it's his house. <laughs> right. He's got a frog. Also, he loves frogs. And the frogs that fuck up mice and shit. Yeah, he's, um, you know, I don't think Bangor has a population of 100,000 people. If I had to guess, I would what's say it, it's what under state? Bangor, Maine. Maine. That's where he lives. It's, I didn't know. How many, what's Bangor. the population of Bangor? 31,000. 31,000 <gasps> in a city. My buddy was living up there. My friend um, Marcus Davis was living up there, and he, he loved it. He's a fighter. He said there's no crime. So there's no crime. It's kind of hard when there's that low of a population. Yeah. Huh? It's like it's really cold up there and shit, but there's no crime. I used to do gigs up there. I used to do gigs up there when I was living in Boston. You drive three and a half hours to Bangor, Maine. In the last hour, you have to make sure you get gas because you got to drive an hour with no gas. Yeah. There's an, is that Bangor? That's fucking, right there is that's beautiful. with the mountain and the lake. God, it's, it's beautiful. A view of Kata, Kata, Kata I don't know. Mm. That. Dana White keeps a place up there in Maine. Yeah, yeah, he's got a place in some other part of Maine, like a beautiful, like he's got a, a big spread up there, like a lot of land, and it's like a vacation place where he goes and brings his friends and they just chill. That's it. I mean, it's interesting. I don't know if that wouldn't be my vacation place spot, but I guess. Well, it's fucking beautiful, man. It is. And there's no one there. And it's go and they can you know I guess you just want to get away from fucking society. You know my yeah. vacation spot would be in uh Lake Louise in Where's Banff. That? In Banff. What's Banff? Banff National Forest is in Calgary. Oh look up Lake Louise. You'll probably right. see the the prettiest lake I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mm. I think it's pretty country up there, dude. Oh, Calgary's gorgeous. It's fucking beautiful. But yeah. Lake Louise in like specifically, I went I went to Banff National Forest when we were doing this thing and I was stunned by how fucking look at that's Ooh, lake louise man man that's so pretty there's something about a mountain and a lake combo Fuck, right mountains and a lake together it's look like, at that oh. shit man do, do you like, like fishing i do like fucking fishing i love fishing yeah don't get to do it enough i like me neither that's the problem but i've been thinking about that lately like i need to do more fishing like i see shit like that and i go god i want to be out there fishing. like catching northern pike yeah having a good old fucking time it's the best way to like hang out with friends. Oh yeah, and just chill the fuck out and talk shit and have a laugh and. And if you can cook them on the shore, oh, uh, that's the best. If you bring a frying pan, clean the fish and cook it right there oh, is the my best. God. Man. They're so delicious. Like you can't believe how much more delicious they are. 
Fresh fish is unbeatable. There's it's no such a different it's flavor. So much better. Yeah, store bought fish is just not the same. Yeah, me and the missus caught some mahi mahi once, and then we brought it right back to the uh, to the place in Mexico, and they were cooking it at the resort. Yeah, and I was like, this is the best fish I've ever eaten in my life. I can't <laughs> believe how good. It's it also is. circumstantially, you're like, this is one of the greatest kind of ways to have this. So it also yeah. probably releases different endorphins in your brain to be like, I'm enjoying this more than I ever would enjoy other fish. But it was the first time I'd ever caught. I'd eaten mahi mahi that was super fresh. Yeah, like I. I'd eaten it before, but it was probably frozen. You know what I mean? Sure. Or yeah. not that fresh, maybe a day old. Ice or something packed. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But when you eat it like an hour after you catch it, it's like, holy shit. shit. Imagine how salmon tastes to bears that catch them out of the fucking oh, river in their must mouth. I'm so excited. They get so <laughs> fat. They get so fucking fat. Coastal bears. That's the big ones. You know, brown bears and grizzly bears are the same thing, but brown bears are way bigger. And the reason why they're way bigger is because they live on the coast. They're just eating fish and dead whales. That All get day beached long. And anything else they can get their fucking Gorging on. on fucking fatty, fatty, heavy foods. There's an awful video, an awful video. Jamie will find it. Of a grizzly that's pulling black bear cubs out of a den and killing them and eating them. Oh, and the mother is trying to stop them. He's trying to stop the grizzly from eating her babies, oh, and, he, and he just swats her away like she ain't shit. I gotta see it's, it. It's awful, dude. You shouldn't shouldn't play it. You, can't. you definitely can't play it, and you shouldn't even watch it. I'm gonna watch it. it. The screams that they make, and it takes. It's a long ass video, and she's trying to fight him off, but he's like, "Fuck you! I'm eating your babies." That's one thing that bothers me the most about the anthropomorphization that people do with animals is their, their stance on bears is I don't want people to hate bears, but I want people to know what a bear really is versus what they think it is. They think they're sweet. They eat honey and they're sweet and they're nice and they don't really fuck shit up. They, they're amazing. I'm a big fan of bears, but they are all cannibals. They're all cannibals. Bears make me feel they're like, ruthless. of course there were dinosaurs. Bears are like, that's just a fucking dinosaur. Well, it's a, a beast. Is yeah. what it is. It's a beast in the purest sense. So I mean, any beast may, reminds me that we definitely have had to have dinosaurs. That that was just a small dinosaur. No, it's not, nothing like it. Dinosaurs far, 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 far creepier. They don't have any hair. <laughs> I don't trust anything with no hair. <laughs> you don't have any fucking hair. But I have a little. I got it on my face. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's yeah, so yeah, it's but I don't trust anything that like it's it hairless. Have any hair on its yeah. body? It's what like other a, animals? Are, what do you mean? Like fish but, are hairless? Like a snake? Everything in the water is hairless? Yeah, I don't trust those fucks. None of it. None of it. That bottlenose dolphin that brought Fuck back that bitch's phone. You don't you. trust that dolphin? That's a that's a weapon from uh, Russia. That's awesome. They want to put a, a bomb on that thing. Fuck it had yeah. a Russian strap on its back. That's it's, the whole deal. It spoke Russian. It had a Russian strap on its back. That's dope. Like the 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 whale that they're talking about. Yeah. They think. The Russians had trained it to get close to boats so that it could hit the boat and blow it up. It's dope. You don't care. <laughs> I care. Some things Have are cool. I'm that rendering of T-Rex with oh, hair. Oh, with they, hair, I didn't Joe. see that with hair, but I thought they think it has feathers. feathers yeah, I don't know if those I are. I think those are feathers. Look at that. It has red hair, by the way, at the front of its face. Well, that's the other thing they think that it might have been, because they think they might have been scavengers. T-Rex was a ginger with freckles. <gasps> Where did you find These this, Jamie? Assholes. You fucking you dick. You Google that. No, I just gingers that are assholes. How about a dinosaur? <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> They're all over the place. Gingers that are assholes. You can't not find. Look, but they think it might have had facial features like a um, vulture. They think it might have been red in the face because they really don't have any idea what the. I mean, when you see these color drawings, they just take yeah. chances. They just, they're all made you know. up. The um, University of Bozeman, not the University of Bozeman, the Natural History Museum in Bozeman, 
uh, Montana has a raptor that on one side of it, they had feathers on it. So it's trying to give you like an alternate perspective of uh. what it might have looked like. So they had this raptor and in one side of it, it looked just like an, like an evil bird. It's really cool because they, they know now, that's what it looked like. Whoa. They know now that a lot of dinosaurs had, had feathers. They've actually got fossils of dinosaurs with feathers. So they know that the idea that all dinosaurs were these reptile-looking things is incorrect. Some of them literally were birds. So the birds that you see today, whether it's a peacock or a chicken or something like that, they're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. That's what that is. It's a dinosaur that survived. The, the ones that are bigger than a chicken didn't really make it, but the ones, you know. Why did the small ones make it? They Able to hide? Huh? that when the impact of the crater uh, hit the world, that it was so devastating that it killed almost everything. Yeah. Killed, and every, whatever was left, whatever scrounging, scavenging little creature that was left, evolved and became us we used to be a mole we used to be like a shrew 65 million years ago that's what these people these these non-believers this is what they think you, you think it's ridiculous that you think you, you came from a monkey you think i know that's where ridiculous? i came from joe i know you know baby but jesus this is how crazy these liberals are you know that it's crazy to think you came from a monkey well these motherfuckers take it to another level they they're so crazy they think you came from a shrew uh-uh. you were like a little mole type character yep 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 and then that became a monkey and then out of the monkey bitch. becomes you all that shit inside of 65 million years get the fuck get out the of here fuck out. meanwhile crocodiles are 100 million years old so crocodiles are the same but somehow or another we went from being a fucking shrew <laughs> to being a person who knows and loves Jesus in Bull their heart shit that's it right there. That's us. We were that thing. So if you see like rats, like there was a- um, I don't buy it. I think it was an- Where was it? There was a, a video- We were a science oh, experiment. There was a video of rats in Chinatown. I th- I want to say- I don't, It might have been Northern California. But there was they were tearing down a building in Chinatown and the- volume of rats that come pouring out of this building is like holy oh, I see that. shit they, they, what, they were living in the walls of this building and demolished it and all yeah. these rats came out they were demolishing it and Yuck. people were outside filming as you're seeing like streams of rats Blech. run out of this building and out onto the street stumbling into the gutter standing there on the sidewalk not knowing where to go and I fucking hate rats. rats are running past them but I mean, hundreds of rats. Yeah, hundreds, probably and thousands. Hundreds. If they're in the walls, right? Oh, for sure. Fuck that. For sure. Communities of rats Mm-mm. inside the walls of this building they're tearing down. I'm glad we don't have rats in Los Angeles. Not like they do in like New York. Well, do you know why we don't have rats? Mm. Coyotes. That's right. Yeah, the coyotes. Yeah, those motherfuckers. Jamie smi- Jamie's those weird creepy, smirk. Creepy weird dogs that you see running around. Yeah, they'd be those, taking all the fucking rats. Those little creepy cunts. They keep us in check. What do you? What did you find, Jamie? Did you find the rat video with I all? I found the- a video of it. I found like this one lady said she thought she was going to die. There were so many rats around her, she didn't know what to do. Just a little, just a little much. But it says there was a huge problem. A ninety-one-year-old building. I can't find a video. Ninety-one-year-old. That that's that's it's so in young. LA. It, that's in LA. From like February 9th when they tore it down. I think. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, if you're in the city, I'm sure there's horrible rat problems, and I know there's rat problems in the Hollywood Hills too. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Out here, there's no. Fucking Somebody rats. told me they were at a movie theater. Some some person who lives in the hills had a nice house with a movie theater, but they had to keep their feet up when they watched movies because rats would run across your feet. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. In their nice house with a movie yes. theater. Okay, get that shit handled. Yes. Call the exterminator. Get that shit yes. handled. <laughs> or get a, get a couple more dogs. 
Keep your feet up. Get keep, more dogs. Keep cats around when they get shit in a box in your house. Just piss in a box. Dirty nah, little dogs. creatures. Does dirty Marshall eat murderous. rats or eat little critter things? Oh, yeah, he does. Does he bring them into the house? He loves to kill squirrels. Yeah. Well, I joke around about it. He's a squirrel killer, but he's a straight up squirrel killer. He's a murderer. He's so sweet, but not to squirrels. The thing is, he doesn't rip them apart. He just kills them like they're a toy. And he brings them back. I don't think he understands what the fuck they are. No, he doesn't fuck it. But he brings them back, and then what does he, oh, does yeah. he put them in the same spot every time? He'll bring your ball back. He'll drop in the spot. He'll bring a squirrel back, drop in the spot. Yeah, that's funny. Like, they return things. Yeah, like He's here. a retriever. Well, he just wants to know if you want this. No, no, like, he's a retriever. Yeah, go like, get that's it. that's what those dogs are. Those dogs are designed probably for, like, duck hunting or some shit. Like, whatever whatever retrieval that you wanted them to do, but they they're, they don't crush things. They they have a gentle mouth. They call it a soft mouth. Like, when they carry things, they don't... Like, I've had pit bulls. Right. And they just crush everything. Yeah, they murder... Yeah. Everything you give them. I had a dog that I had to give him a fucking root canal. Not... I did it. I brought him to an actual dentist. <laughs> oh, the dentist. But he he bit so hard, he shattered his teeth. He Holy shattered fuck. his back his back teeth Ugh. by crushing um, uh, bones. Just was just crushing things. Just going for has, it. They have so much power yeah. that their teeth would crack. But the golden retrievers don't bite that hard. They don't bite that That's hard. That's like Britney's. My dad's friend had a Britney, a hunting dog. And Britney's are like that too. They're gentle. They put a duck yeah. in their mouth or something, but they won't bite exactly. down. Like you can't go duck hunting with a pit bull. <laughs> 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 They'll bring you back a hamburger patty. Like what happened to the duck, you fucking asshole? And it's like shaking it. You mean this duck? <laughs> Rip the fucking shreds? Yeah. You have you want a dog? You don't want a German Shepherd that does bite work to go out and get your ducks. <laughs> you want a retriever? I mean, it's not a coincidence that those dogs, like labs and retrievers, they're like the sweetest dogs in the world. Yeah. They're so nice to people. Yeah, because they because they're I think they're inherently gentle. Like their whole they're not a vicious attack. They don't like attacking. I don't, I've never seen a, a golden attack. No. No, 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 they're not like that at all. But they're bred for that, yeah. and that's the way they're bred. Like, you, you never met my dog yet, right? Uh-uh. He's the fucking nicest dog. If he's in here, he wouldn't st- leave you alone. He's, like, putting his head on your lap, like, hello. Yeah. Like, he just, he'll drop to his back all the time. Just, come on, belly rub me. <laughs> like, if he meets you, he'll, he'll start whining. He runs around in circles, and then he drops to his back. He's like, rub my belly. Come on, yeah. man. You know you want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just want love. Yeah. They just constantly want love. It he just pre- wants to snuggle. It helps my day every day. I'm not going to lie. For a long time. Not having a dog at the house is so strange, and because you, so when you come home and not have anything, sometimes it's it's a little it's overwhelming. Weird. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to have something to be like, hey, it's great for lonely people. Like oh my you, god, you're by yourself, like it, it makes a big difference having a dog. Decriminalize psychedelic. Mo- what? Wait, it, it worked. It came through. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought you said it didn't pass. That's what I this morning it, just, it said it didn't. Yeah, Fifteen minutes ago, oh, twenty-three minutes. Sh- I don't know. Holy yeah, shit! Denver passed. became the first city in the U.S. to decriminalize marijuana. Wow. Wow. Powerful Denver. Wow. Holy shit, man. It passed. Denver voters approved measure to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms. God, congratulations, damn, that's amazing. Denver. How did we think they'd. You, Jamie, hey, no, get us I, better information, he, you son of a bitch. They were we saying that all dis, night. Dis, no, this information. For some reason, they did you say. Son of a you bitch. son of a bitch. Jamie. You're working with the CIA. It's still unofficial, apparently, though. Oh. As posted on Wednesday afternoon. Ended up pulling 51. It pulled ahead this afternoon, that's why. So oh. as of this morning, it wasn't ahead, and then they still they're still counting votes. Provision Damn. the provisions prohibit the city government from using any resources to impose criminal penalties against adults over twenty one years of age or personally use possession of psilocybin. Hey, you don't have to talk like yeah. you're in the end of a commercial. What are no, you doing? No, I do. You have there? to get it all out just in case. No, no, no. That's not a disclaimer. What if something hits us and kills Nobody us? Nobody knows what the fuck you just said. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the funniest thing about those commercials. And they're doing it so fast they can't. Because they just have to legally get it out. Yeah, legally, yeah, it's yeah. great. But it's so gross. 
Yeah, they just have to get it out. When I first started hearing that, I'm like, there's a job for fast-talking bullshitters. Yeah. They say, like the rapper Mac Lethal. Not mm-hmm. that he's a fast-talking bullshitter, but he raps so fast. I know. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Dude. You can barely hear half of the shit that comes out of his mouth. No, you can hear it pretty clear. He's, Sometimes. He's pretty fucking clear. Yeah. Pretty fucking yeah, clear. Yeah, when he does the raps in the morning, I've seen some of his shit. Dude, that's a talent. Yeah. That's, I mean, the way he does it is incredible. Yeah, he's it's good. stunning. Like, I hear it and I just go, I don't even understand how the fuck a tongue can move that fast. But it makes sense. Like, you ever do something with your right hand? Like, you go like this really yeah. fast. Now try it with your left hand. It's like, yeah, you can't at all. It's like, yeah, like I can, like I can, like I can tap slower. this real fast, but I can't, yeah. I can't really do it with my left yeah, hand. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. tapping is a good example. Yeah. You got to think that your face is like that, too. Yeah, like your mouth has got to be like muscle, this. Muscle, you got to move faster, move faster. <laughs> <laughs> I went to an auction recently. Hey, it is. Get a five. 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 Like that. That keeping up with your face. Yeah. With the noises. It's that's the same a skill. It's the same way that uh, Buffer Brothers are able to do that thing that they're able to do. No. No. There's something. What? There's something about that's it. Different. I know, but there's something about it. Well, there's definitely something about the it. The rhythm that he does. The rhythm that he announces. Is, it's like it's so specific that you're like, wow, mm-hmm. that's really. It's such a uniquely f- odd like, talent. Bruce is different than anybody. Anybody that's ever done uh, that kind of shit. Because he gets fucking crazy. Like, he's yeah. perfect for MMA. He gets he's so amped up. Because per- most people are just professional. In the red corner, right. coming from Los Angeles, California. Right. Stitch him up, Joe Schilling. You know what I mean? But B- Bruce sc- fucking screams. He goes, fighting! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way he yells is so fucking John great. Jones! <laughs> he gets crazy. Yeah. He's perfect for MMA. It must amp up the fighter so fucking much. Oh, they must, dude. When they hear your name, you're Fuck just gotta be yeah. like... And he's almost having a heart attack. If if it takes to, 10 to have a heart attack, Bruce Buffer gets to five yeah. every fucking show. Look at him there. I mean, he's not dying. He's in great shape. Yeah. But he gets to halfway to a heart attack every fucking time. Like, look how red he gets, bro. I mean, you he's putting it out there. Yeah. That's why he's so much different than any other ring announcer ever. Because you can't just do that. Like, if you go back and watch his early days, he wasn't really doing it like that. Like, right. he developed his style. Look how cool that is, man. Him and TJ Dillashaw. Like, TJ fucking <laughs> bumped. How pumped is he right there? That's I'm telling you, man. Awesome. Bruce Buffer pumps people the fuck up, man. Look at that. That's intense, man. That's intense. Woo! That's so exciting. <laughs> He's awesome. He's yeah. such a character too, man. He's perfect suits. He's always got a different one. Yeah, he's always looking. He always looks sharp. Sharp. Yeah, he always look real fucking sharp. But it's interesting that like that style of announcing really didn't exist before Bruce, right? And before MMA, like it didn't. It was not appropriate for boxing. Like it's yeah. Boxing something... had this air of old man class kind of still that you had to yeah. abide by these you know rules and they still have a bell. Ding. Oh, come on. They hit the bell with the ding. Well, I mean, I mean, the wood clap still happens across the board for for boxing and MMA. Yes, yes. So the that's warning. That's the funny. That, that the ten second clap mm-hmm. is still a thing. Yeah. Like, how come they haven't upgraded that to a sound? I don't understand. It's a good. It's a good point because sometimes people get confused. It's happened even with professionals, and they misinterpret the wood clap as being the end of the round because because they're so in the groove. Right. They're like, "What happened? Did that? Was that the end of the round?" And right. they'll stop, and the the referee go, "No, no, keep going." And you have ten seconds left, and then like sometimes weird stuff happens where guys get out of their mental pattern. Sure. It's happened many times. Well, it's got to also be the noise of an arena sometimes can take over. Exactly. I'm sure something gets distracted. You hear that and yeah. you think, was that a yell or was that the clap? Like, do I exactly. have 10 seconds left or do I? 
so we're gonna be in Chicago for that big fight. Fucking a. oh shit! I would be excited. Be what yeah. is that? June. Mm, what is that? What is that? June eighth, right? June eighth, right? Yeah, I don't. I, th- I don't think there's any tickets left. If anybody wants to, go to the show, no, I doubt it's it. Pretty close, but there's a that's a big UFC card too, isn't it? Who's on that card? Uh, I just saw this morning. I just looked this morning. Henry Cejudo versus uh, Marlon Marais for the Bantamweight title. Ooh. Oh, Henry shit. Cejudo has the opportunity to become champ champ. And then um, Mar- Marlon Marais is a fucking fantastic fighter. Yeah, that's a great card. Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy Rivera. And Petra P- Yan. Petra Yan. Piotr. I think it's, you're supposed to say Piotr. Tuivasa. Wait, how do you say it? Piotr. Oh. Piotr. Piotr Yan. Russian, Russian character. <clears throat> Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica I. That's a great fight, too. Um, that's such a great name, Sevchenko. Yeah, such a great fucking badass. I I fuck you up name. The, that hold on, stop scrolling. Er, back up. Tatiana Suarez is a beast, dude. Yeah, that woman is so good. She's probably the best wrestler in female MMA. She smashes people. And Nina Ansarov is fantastic. That's a great fight. That's um Amanda Nunez's girlfriend too. Amanda Nunez is probably the baddest woman, literally. Ever oh, in we, MMA. I met her, right? Yeah, yeah, she was at the last one. She's yeah. the one who knocked out Cyborg. Yeah. Cyborg was the baddest woman in MMA. Until and then her, huh? when Amanda Nunez starched her in the first round, there's no one you could literally legitimately give that title to. It's Amanda Nunez. She's the baddest woman ever. <sighs> Aljamain Sterling versus Pedro Munoz. That's a great card. Ricardo Lamas, Calvin Cater. That's a great fight, too. Shit. A lot of a lot of chicks. A lot of chicks be fighting. A lot of Chicago girls. It's a lot angry, of Chicago girls getting fucked cold. up, getting ready to fight. Too. I'm fucking tired of this town. <laughs> that's you guys. That's <laughs> Boston. Chicago girls are more like... I don't know how to say these Chicago accents. Chicago's... Chicago. I'm fucking tired of this town. Kiss my ass. I'll Whoa. fuck you up. Girls say that, my too? My ass. Yeah, fuck you. Chicago's an interesting combination of like Midwest... And urban, like it's yeah. like a city. It's like it's, it's a, like cosmopolitan. It's sophisticated, but it's oh, also it's the Midwest. greatest fucking city in the Midwest. That's what it is. It wouldn't be. Yeah, that's right. In the Midwest, you fucking Ohio turd. Look so they get so jealous when we say that Columbus uh, has an argument that it might be better than Chicago. No other no, city no. in the Midwest has an argument you that don't is think better so, than Jamie? Chicago. I don't know, but a lot of people that that's like where you would graduate from if you got tired or too big for Columbus, mm. you move over to you Chicago. To Chicago. Like the How far is the drive? City. Six hours. Yeah, it's not bad. You can make it. Yeah. Say San Francisco. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But all the cities in the Midwest compete with Chicago, and they all know. They fucking know. I mean, who would be who would beat us? Who would be better? Detroit, Kansas City, St. Louis. Detroit's in a bad spot. Indianapolis. None of these it's places have kick, the things that we have. Don't kick Detroit while it's down. No, no, I like Detroit. I see what you're doing. I like them. They're just not I see us. See what you're doing. Their industry <laughs> fell apart. And Chicago, Milwaukee. I mean, all these other cities. They're great cities, but they're you know just not. They're not Chicago. Really crazy is that Detroit in the 1950s was the richest city in the world. Sure. In yeah. the world. Yeah. There's a lot of wealth up there getting, I the mean, 60s, so many people in the automotive industry. Well, that time when they were at the top of the automotive industry. Yeah. And they were making cars that were coveted throughout the world. And all the manufacturing was done there. GM. It was the richest city in the world yeah. at one point in time. Now, it's one of the poorest. I know. It's and It's crazy. less than a century later. It's really crazy. There's not another city like that that hasn't had like some sort of a catastrophe. Yeah. Like something hit it. Like it just went away. Yeah, uh, Detroit is. I mean, I, it's actually a wonderful fucking city. I actually do love Detroit. It's it is really back sad. In a lot of it's ways. trying. Yeah. yeah, it's sad when you go up there because you you see remnants of what was. And it's really strange to see what what happened with GM and all that. But shit. you could buy a house for a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. No, you can. Son of a bitch, why are you laughing? 
You must be a don't, hater. Don't tell me jokes. You I'm must not gonna be a mean laugh. person. I <laughs> think it's funny that you could buy a house. For Meanwhile, $100. you can't buy a house out here for fucking. You can't even buy a house for a hundred grand. Nope. Not but even people. Close. When you tell people that, like, you can't buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars. Like, no, you can't. Impossible. They go, what? Impossible. <laughs> like, in, if you live in Sugarland, Texas, you can get a pretty decent house for like one hundred fifty grand. Yeah, yeah. Like, nice house. Yep. Not here. Not fuck that. Not even too close. many people. What's the what? What is it like in Ohio? Cheap. Looking on Detroit Zillow, this is a thousand dollar. It's foreclosed though. So thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. It's a nice house. Let's go there. Start a podcast studio. <laughs> imagine our next podcast studio is on. Struple. Imagine if we just decided to do that. We decided to armor plate a fucking house. <laughs> Have a guard there 24-7. If the helicopter just, in. Dude, we'll fly in, bro. This regular flights to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> and then we have a Detroit version of our podcast studio. That'd be kind of fun. But and we have to wheel in all our electronics so they'll try to steal it. Yeah, I mean... Let's bring it with us. Yeah. That's just not smart. Detroit is, like, too dangerous. We have to go somewhere more rural, but also ridiculous. Where can we go? Maine. Yeah, Maine. But Bangor, that's too Maine. far out. Oh, come on, bro. Don't come be on, scared. Man. Come on, Let's go somewhere close. We get all those cool people from Maine. Why don't we just do Northern us? California? Let's go up to like, uh, uh, like, 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 like Napa area. Like, mm, okay. We'll get let's it. go. But that place burns every couple of years. Bad. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. What about, okay, we'll, we'll buy the ocean. We'll do like Carmel. You know Carmel by the sea? Beautiful. Come on, let's do Carmel's that. Carmel's gorgeous. Yeah, let's now do Carmel. I like how you're talking. That's where Clint Eastwood filmed Play Misty for me. That's where he lives, right? Well, he was the mayor. Oh, he, of Carmel? Yeah. Oh, shit. He won. He was he the mayor. I can't, I can't stop that guy. Yeah. Why aren't we Do going it. where the mushrooms are legal? Oh. Too many people moving point. to Denver, man. Uh, too many people. Yeah, there's a lot of space. Too, too many, many people. Many. What's look, that mean? Look it, up, look it up about Denver's problem with their infrastructure. They're hating how many yeah, people are coming into their city. Listen, bro, you moved to Evergreen. You live in the mountains like a savage. I'll move to Breckenridge. I'll, I'll move to Breckenridge. Breckenridge? How about Aspen? Like. Nah, Bunch of rich chicks too many doing rich coke. Nah. Breckenridge is nice. I like Breck. Don't you want to see yell, girls yell at their boyfriends and <laughs> scream out in the street with naked Marcus! On? Marcus, we need more money. Is the mushroom legality? Is that going to be like a doctor thing, or are they going to like? No, just, it's decriminalized. No, it's decriminalized. Right, but that's Cop- decriminalized is is that you don't go to you don't you don't go to jail, but you can't sell it legally. It's very squirrely, but it's what it is is step one, and that's what we need. Yeah, we need step one, like an and then it's also on the ballot in California soon. And when it's on the ballot in California soon, it has a likelier chance here, I think, than even in Denver. And more so now. The real problem is people don't understand what it is. Right. And they think it's just like, oh, my God, these kids are going to do mushrooms. They're going to drive off cliffs. That's what people worry about. They can do more testing now, right? Is that sort of what it helps? Well, they've done some tests. Johns Hopkins University had uh, some pretty extensive testing that they did that showed um, real positive results with people that had terminal illnesses where it alleviated the worry of death and um, there's some other studies that, that have been run on it but there's so far no one has ever instituted in the United States at least like a real thorough comprehensive clinic where you can go and they can treat you if you have alcohol addiction PTSD there's a lot of different things they can right. treat with psilocybin Yeah, and it's been illegal because it's a Schedule One substance. So all these people, it's one of the best things on earth to fix like mental barriers and problems that you have, especially if it was done in a controlled clinical environment by people you trusted and you felt safe. And that's what a shaman's supposed to be, right? What a shaman's supposed to be is someone who provides you with these psychedelic substances in a controlled state where they, they let you be in a good state of mind. Set and setting is always very, very important. And if we could do that, 
I mean, I really think we have a real good chance of turning a lot of people around. People that are addicted to things, people with psychological problems, people that can't see themselves. Depression. People that have a lot of, a lot of different yep. issues. And it's one of the best tools for that. But like every tool, it could be abused. But the problem is not the tool. The problem is abuse, whether it's with alcohol or pills right. or food or any of these things we're talking about, sex. People can abuse anything. Of course. But it doesn't mean that psilocybin is an, an amazing compound that literally can change humanity it right do, it can yeah it has it has, it has and there's so many other uh, there's so many other things that we don't even know we haven't even tapped into the possibilities that's the other thing was when you limit yourself on the possibilities it's like well we don't how do we know what how, if the how chip, do we know what it's going to do what if the chip releases mushroom juice every 15 just minutes just a little microdose just a little microdose it, no, it feels your levels when you start getting angry when the guy cuts me off and I'm like, you fucking asshole. Uh, Releases and I'm like... a little bit of God juice. I'm fine. You are fine. I'm Aren't fine. you going somewhere this weekend? Where are you at? I'm in Vegas, baby. Oh, Jesus. What are you doing in Vegas? Las Vegas. What are you doing in Vegas? Jimmy Kimmel just opened up a club out there. Oh. Jimmy Kimmel's from Vegas and he opened up a comedy club. I think... Uh, what day are you there? Uh, I'm, I'm fr Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And who are you working with? Do you know? Uh, I'm taking uh, taking young Ari Manis. Do you know oh, him? Oh, yeah, excellent. Manis. Yeah. excellent. Yeah, I'll be in Vegas, and then in two weeks I go to Raleigh before I go to Chicago. I go to Charlie Good, Goodnights? Goodnights, baby. Oh, it's just Goodnights now. I think right. it's called, yeah, just Goodnights yeah. Comedy. Yeah, New people bought it, but it's the same same setup. Same shit. It's a beautiful yeah. club. Ra That's another one of the small kind of intimate. It's a two-level. Great town, two, too. Oh, Raleigh's great. Great town. I got family from uh, North Carolina, so I'll be seeing some North Carolina But that's Carolina like a people. really cool town, cool yeah. college town. It's hip. Yes. The vibe The vibe is really cool. The vibe, man. The vibe is cool. It's hip. Man. A lot of cool cats out there in North Carolina. Smoking cigarette, painting. Yeah. Chilling, yeah. making jazz. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's who they are. Wish I was cooler. Wish I was like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. man. Wish I was a cat. Get a chip and you'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be a little bit cooler. for advice. Just ask me anything, man. What Imagine if chips know? become the new lobotomy. Like in the future, they're like, I can't believe these people let themselves get chipped. And the chip just deteriorates inside of you and starts rotting your neural core. You start to fucking slowly, you slowly turn into a machine. Shaking. It get, you, you, you can read minds for the first 10 years, then you get Parkinson's. Fuck. What Sacrifice, do you do? dude. You're thinking in 10 years, I'll fix it. I'll fix it by then. 10 years. You we do that all the time. They're like, no, they'll have a cure science. by the time that we're done with it. I've, I've seen people say that about cigarettes. I think, you know, I don't... <sighs> I wish I didn't have to smoke, but I do, and I'm thinking they're going to fix it. They're going to fix it with <laughs> medicine. Fix me. They're going to fix it with medicine. What about jewels? What about these Bro, electronic cigarettes? That's they're next. so close. They're so close to being able to reverse cancer. By the time I get cancer, my mother, I don't know, my, my mother's going to die from cancer, but maybe not me. <laughs> not me. Not me, bro. All these, all the younger generation is sucking on the electronic, the robot dicks. I robot think that's going to kill them. I don't know. That's gonna. I think there's gonna be some shit in there, dude. You're the vape pens. Yeah, fuck yeah. Thanks. How do you know what's in those? You ask. Oh, and they'll tell you. Why are they lying to you? They don't even why, know you. Why would they tell you? Because you're so stupid. You're willing to smoke a robot dick. So they tell you the truth of what's in there. You think they're gonna keep selling them? They no. could sell them if they had skulls and crossbones on it with a with a person <laughs> with X's for eyes. Like right. <laughs> they're like people Still die from them. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Choke to death cigarettes. Oh, it's kind of like cigarettes in Europe. They have the package. They have they show pictures of people with like lung cancer. Oh like, yeah. This happens. People yeah. are like nah, giant not, warnings. Not people to don't me. give a fuck. <laughs> fuck it. Keep smoking. Did you ever smoke when you were young? No, I tried it. I tried it when I was 15. Me and my sister tried it. She kept smoking. She smoked for years. She's, and now she's She done. quit. Yeah, she quit eventually. She quit when she had kids. What about, what about uh, 
What about cigars? You never smoke cigars. Yeah, I like cigars. I'll smoke cigars. Yeah. I used to have some here, but I don't anymore. Yeah, now um, well, now they have weed in them. Yeah. Those are my favorite cigars. It's yeah. a different thing. Like the cigar with no weed is like that speedy, kind of relaxy, weird high. Yeah. You know, like, p- people don't know if you don't smoke cigars, you get high. This is why like Republicans who are anti drug who smoke cigars, cigars and like whiskey, shut your dirty mouth. Yeah. You're on drugs. Yeah. Okay. They these are you're on a substance. Yeah, you're you're altering your state of consciousness with cigars. They give you a certain amount of euphoria, nicotine. You get that little buzz from the high. Yeah, like I used to smoke cigars all the time with Kevin James. Kevin James doesn't fuck with weed. He doesn't really drink, but he will smoke the shit out of some cigars, and we got fucked up. They fuck you up. <laughs> they man. do, man. They do in a weird way. They're over. They're, they're, it's it's overwhelming. They're a lot. They're heavy. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah, you just want to kind of like. I'd like them after a fat steak. Yeah. And I want to feel like an ugly American. I'll have a fat ribeye and then a fucking Cuban. <laughs> <sighs> Sit on a porch and just talk shit with your friends. Yeah. You know? Have a glass of whiskey. Yeah. And that's a like a non-self-aware high. Like sometimes you don't want to be, you don't want to be, like not, not even self-awareness is the wrong term. What I'm really looking for is like, self-analysis mm. you're not analyzing yourself when you're smoking a cigar and no. drinking whiskey you have fun yeah you're just, just hanging kicking out. back yeah kicking back your brain's fun. not your brain's kind of turned off when yeah, you do yeah, those yeah. things it's not turned on like the, the the problem with the weed is all the good things about the weed the weed is good because it makes you think and it makes you paranoid it makes you aware and yeah it makes you more compassionate it makes you more contemplative it makes you more self-analytical but it also could freak you out sometimes, and maybe that's not what you want that day. Maybe that day you just want a Hoyle de Monterey double Corona. Just puff on that bad boy. Do you ever inhale? You don't Ooh, inhale. A glass of Buffalo Trace with a big fucking ice cube. Nice. What are you, Pesci? With a big nice. fucking ice cube. Big fat. I, whenever we go and get uh, drinks, Andrew Santino asks, how big are your ice cubes? <laughs> This is what he asks. He goes, I'd like, I'd like a whiskey, but do you have, uh, do you have a large? I always ice say cube? you have one stone, and I always look away stone. like this motherfucker. He is hates so it. High he fucking hates. I said you have one stone. I just want one stone. He's so high maintenance. He wants a large ball. You got a ball? Can you I give got me a an rock. ice ball? Yeah, I'm looking for balls of ice. <laughs> because you know what they do? Otherwise, they scoop a fuckload of ice in there, and it dilutes the whiskey, and it's all water. I don't like it. You no, know, my friend John Dudley does. He what? doesn't play games. He takes a pan of water, like a large pan. And then he puts it in the Traeger grills and he sets it to super smoke. And the smoke is constantly pumping into the water. He leaves it there for hours. Then he takes that smoke-filled water and he pours it into those balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he makes those molds with smoke-infused water. I love them. And then he puts that in the glass and then pours the whiskey on that. He knows. And I'm like, whoa, that's next level. I like that shit. Next level. Smoked it. Smoked it. And you got to break those. You're supposed to break those balls in half. Yeah. Who's who's out there doing that? What is that? Oh, that's the wedge. wedge. I've seen this. Yeah. What is this communism? What is this? It's half half ice, half glass. Get that shit out of my face. (laughs) Goddamn hippies. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking hippies. (laughs) What else? You got your own cold brew, huh? Your homemade. That's That's what I'm looking for. Go to see if you could find. You want to be a sh- pr- prove your wizardry skills because I know he has them. Yeah. Try to find John Dudley smoked ice balls on the Instagram. Good luck. He'll find it. He'll you find it so? within seconds. Traeger guy. smoke balls. He calls them smoky balls. So he makes them. 
does it himself. Yeah, he makes it does himself. it himself, like in his backyard. Like he's already he got found it, it in seconds. I gotta, I gotta bring it up. Doesn't today. even make sense. I can't. If he gave me time, I wouldn't be able to Google nah, surf. Like I can't that. do that shit. Either. He's doing it while he's operating the camera. So here's John's. Uh, he's got his grill running. So he's got that that pan filled with water. There he is smoking it. Yeah, and Traeger, he's baby. and this is uh, he's got the insulated top on it because he's in uh, Iowa. It's freezing fucking cold. And then he pours that smoky water into the mold, son. Dun, dun, dun. Smoky balls. Look at that. Time to get fucked up, kids. <laughs> Woo! Smoky balls. Cat, cat lady, that crazy shit. Whistle oh, pig. Yeah, that yeah, was when that. we were in Lanai. When we were in Lanai, John, <laughs> John and I have... We've tied it on, man. We've tied it on many times, but we did one podcast with a bunch of bow hunters, and we got fucked up. We were drinking everything in the mini cabinet, and, uh, <laughs> and we, the mini bar had Red Bull and red wine and tequila and uh, what else? Diet Coke. And John Dudley mixed it all up and called it a cat lady. It's just like some crazy, crazy shit. bitch trying to yeah. get fucked up, yeah. and we were all drinking. No, there was no Diet Coke. It was Red Bull, tequila, and red wine. That's Ugh. what it was. It was the damn delicious. What? We were so trashed. Yeah, I was going to say. And we were high as fuck. And we were just trashed. <laughs> trashed. It's only good if you're fucked up. Yeah. That's, that's like the, the kids who do the suicide, you know, the, the, every, every fucking kind of soda in the machine. It's only good because you're like, yeah, this is supposed to be fun. We were just having a good time yeah, doing a podcast, up. you know, having a good time, just drinking ridiculous shit. Drinking bullshit. Yeah. The cat lady. Yeah, that's going to be a thing because now the internet's going to be like, was, I want to make a cat It was a dude. thing for a while. People were doing it, but then they realized, why would you do that when you could have a margarita or, <laughs> or have, have a beer that actually <laughs> drink tastes them on their good. own. Yeah. yeah, have a nice glass of wine by itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some shit you do when you're, you know, you're, you're bored scavenging. You're bored and scavenging in a mini bar. Whenever you get bored and high, you create like the most... Uh, I saw someone on the internet posted, they took the ice cream from an ice cream sandwich and then rice two Rice Krispie treats and they put the ice cream between so it was an ice Krispie treat uh, ice cream sandwich. That's for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, burrito, I think we can go with the burrito. They're like ice cream burrito that's going around I've with seen cotton that. candy with three pebbles and ice cream and shit. That shit's gross. Yeah. Cuff Swanson turned a double-double from in and out into a taco. Yeah. What? Yeah, he chopped up a double-double and put it into a taco shop. Blasphemy, dude. And then now everyone's talking about it, whether or not that's okay. <laughs> blasphemy. You can't fuck with that in and out How is that blasphemy? Leave those things Taco alone. Bell's They're good. How is t- I don't Taco eat that shit. Taco Bell is fucking gross. Yeah, that yeah. shit is gross. That's well, foul. Anybody that eats Taco Bell living in Los Angeles is a shameful human being. The amount of good Mexican food. Just so, it's like, it's too much. There's too much good. What is happening here? Turn 200 McDonald's burgers into a burrito. Uh, yeah, who, this who guy. did this? These, Epic these, Mealtime guys, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I've been doing this for like so they, 10 years. They stuff it in there, and what is the wrap? Is that a burrito wrap? Yeah. And, and they're just eating this? Okay, I don't need to see this, Jamie. Jamie, I want to look at your search engine. I would take away your right to vote. I'd be like, there's no way. That's why I got different computers. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's why I got different. What a creep. That's why I got different computers. You don't see my other ones, Dad. Yeah. I don't want anybody to know. I have different emails. This is Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy likes to get on this one. He only looks for happy things. He Dif- likes flowers. Different personality for different what's computers. What's the best lawnmower? This what's is Mr. Best? Dirty. This is what I really like. What's I like this one. What's the best organic fertilizer? It doesn't hurt the environment. <laughs> <laughs> You do if got you your own live, computers. If you didn't live in LA, where would you live? And if we we all move together, where should we go? Two questions. Either, well, it's got to be somewhere where there's no state income tax. Because you're tired of the shit. 
I'm tired of this bullshit. But what if you start making more money and you don't give a fuck anymore? Yeah, but still, it's kind of like, why am I paying any more money to the fucking So that there's plenty of homeless people around. <laughs> okay. Duh. All right, fine. Someone's going to fix the streets, too. Are they? I don't know. When are they going to start? Looks good. I that's, drove why, that's, why, that's why a lot of athletes operate out of Florida. I drove here today and it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, you live so close to here. Athletes you live on the roof. Live in Florida because of low income taxes. No state income tax. Oh, they there's oper- also some they operate their businesses too, out of there. Which is why OJ's there. Like they can't get you if you owe money. <laughs> Florida can can't hide. get you? Yeah, you can hide in Florida if you owe money. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them weird ones. So I have Trump nationals down there? Well, I think that's like pensions and shit. Like they can't take away your pensions. <laughs> Right, they probably have some weird like union restriction law that they can't touch your stuff. I think I I don't really I don't know if I could live in Florida, but yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, Where? you would just mock it. Me and me and uh, John Travolta, and he lives yeah. in Ocala or whatever. Right next door to him, he'd always offer massages and shit, and he'd be like, "Nah, said, come I'm over, good. take I'm a good. plane I'm good. flight. I'm good. You want to jump on a plane? Let's fly together. That's you and me. Just fly. Fuck, I don't know, man. John Travolta wants to be my friend. Do you think he just wants to be my friend? He's just a buddy. He's a good guy. He's got a Let's plane. Go flying. Oh no, we have to land in the water. We'll have oh. to hold each other for warmth for a while. Oh, how long? For like four days, it's maybe. If I'm inside you, and keep you warmer from the inside. <laughs> if my dick's in your ass, they might my come rescue us faster. My penis runs very hot. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, it's <laughs> the difference between life and death. You've got to put it inside. If you put your mouth in my penis, it, it, you'll t- you'll see. It's like over 100 degrees. Well, It'll you warm can us up. blow me up and then ride me as we float away. <laughs> blow me up like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> this plane crash scenario with John Travolta. I don't know where I would live. Probably, I mean, uh, Chicago's an easy answer. I really want to move back to Chicago. Really? Do you? Yeah, I love it. You don't mind the winters? So you bond. Something about the bonding that happens in the winter uh, in Chicago. I believe that, too. You have like a cultural bond with people, man. There's nothing better than going to a bar in the winter in Chicago when it's fucking gross and sad and, and cold outside and everyone is having a good time. Everyone wants it's to true. be together in these moments. It's true. But you don't want to live in the south side where the bullets are going off left and right. I live nowhere near that shit. No way. How do they stop that? I was talking to a guy who was a cop, and he was telling me that it's uh, they arrested certain gang members, like certain people that are running the gangs, gang leaders, yeah. and they created a power vacuum, and then they start fighting, and then it got even more chaotic. got way worse. But the cops have tried to work with gangs over the years in a million different ways to try to like curb the violence. They did it here in Los Angeles. How'd they do it? They have these people, they have these people that are like these community organizers who, who like run the neighborhood and they have these like kind of peace talks with these gang leaders to tell them like certain ways to operate in within the community because they're like, your kids live here, your, right, your girlfriends. Right. So it, it, for some reason, I think there's been a lot of weird cultural movements in LA uh, that have helped like, n- you know, Nipsey, uh, Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle got shot mm-hmm. and I think all these crips showed up with bloods and other people came together. I think it was this weird coming together of gangs. And this has happened in LA a few different times where community organizers kind of started like peel back these walls of like, we also have to live here. Right. I know you want to function as an organization, but I think Chicago is reckless. I don't think it's, I think it's less about gangs in Chicago. It's more about young people with guns who want control. And I don't think they're all parts of gangs. I just think this is, it's a, it's a violent city. It's an angry, violent city. It's a lot of a, a lot of poverty, a lot of poverty. And you lived there most of your life. So what what's the consensus thinking of how to fix it? I don't know, man. I wish I wish I had like a. I wish I felt like I knew what would help that kind of stuff. But I'm just a fucking white guy from the north side. You know, like the majority of these people are black. The majority of the south side is black, and the majority of the violence and the crime that happens in that community is driven around these pockets of the south side 
I have no relatability. That's the problem. Right, but what do they think is the way to fix it? Shit, I don't fucking know. Like, if you were the king of the world, what would you do to fix the crime on the south side for the last thing that we talk about on this podcast? Last thing that I would do, if I, if it was me, if I was trying, if I really tried the to fix the world. it. President put some, put some, Santino. Put, if I could put some more money in there, get some programs in there, start helping people. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the specific thing is. Typical liberal. You think it's going to yeah. be fixed with money. <laughs> These motherfuckers, and they wonder why Trump won. Well, they always say, like, Mega. what are you going to take away the guns? Nah. Mega. Never going to take away the guns. That's never going to work. Yeah. You got to make some kind of program that helps people function. I don't know what it is. I'm not that smart. I'm not that smart. But I do think there's I do think there's a way to fix it. But I do think there's also a lot of young kids who would get guns in Chicago and they kill people. Uh, it's gonna be a slow process of change. It'll take forever. Obama couldn't do shit. A and lot he's of those, from Chicago. Yeah, a lot of those community organizers in Chicago were mad at him. Because he didn't fix anything. Yeah, because people in the black community were like, You promised you would fucking help a little bit. And then it look, this is the first year I think we've had a dip in murders in Chicago. And we're coming up on the summer, so we'll see. The summer's party sound time, sound like a baby. Theo Vaughn bit. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. People got guns, man. Andrew Santino, let's wrap this bitch up. Bring yeah. it home. Cheeto Santino on the Instagram and mm-hmm. on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, AndrewSantino.com. That's my website. That's your motherfucking website. Come see he me. He will be in Las Vegas this weekend at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. And then uh, next weekend. At two weekends at Raleigh's. Two weekends in a row? No, no, no. I'm saying. In two weekends. Vegas. I'm and then the in, next weekend. Yes, and the Sorry. following. And then the following. Then we're in Chicago. Letting bitches know. All right. That's going to be fun as fuck. Goodbye, everybody. Until we meet again. Mwah. Jamie, you pulled up some of the weirdest fucking.